Jam-packed to the rafters. Let's go up to our ring announcer. The following podcast is scheduled for one episode and is our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Outside, we couldn't see it from our vantage point. And welcome to our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Thank you guys for being back with us here for episode 265. It is Monday, April the 4th, 2022. We're here to kick off April and April and romp you through the world of retro wrestling. As always, I'm Joe Murata, joined by Michael Quinn. How you doing there, Michael? Howdy diddy. April 4th, Quinn. April, may the April 4th be with you. Thank you very much. It's <laughs> real. Folks, thanks for being with us here. Corny jokes aside, as we romp you, well, that's all we got is corny jokes, really. That's a that's a constant joke. I think I've I've invented it. You invented it? Yeah, because the you know, the May, that's what everyone else does. So I you do just, every month. The other eleven months. I won't do May fourth. Coin goes to eleven. Yeah. So thank you guys for coming with us here as we romp you through the world of retro wrestling. We have some good stuff in store for you as we kick off a brand new month here. Uh, before we get to any of that, though, I want to remind you of a couple of things. If you have Twitter, why don't you go ahead and follow us there right now at OVP Podcast on Twitter. Get your fix of daily wrestling gifts. That's at OVP Podcast on Twitter. Also, be sure to follow us on YouTube and on Vimeo because you never know what some of these live reviews. Yeah, maybe. You may need Vimeo. I'm pretty sure you're going to need it for this one. Yeah, this might be an auto Vimeo one. So, yeah. But anyway, follow us on both of those video channels. That's YouTube and Vimeo. You can also email us if you want to at ovppodcast at gmail.com. That is ovppodcast at gmail.com. But Quinn, if people want to talk to you and me and well over a thousand other retro wrestling fanatics, what's a good place for them to go? Facebook.com slash Vimeo. Yeah. Yeah. That might actually be something that's real. It's but probably the Vimeo site. Yeah, it's also us. So <laughs> anyway, over at the Facebook.com slash Vimeo, there's a search bar. Oh, you okay. Type in the search bar, our vantage point. Yes, retro wrestling podcast. Bing, bam, boom, tube, score, kafloey. Hit the join group and you're in. And there's a rule that we ask you to agree to when you uh, when you join a group. And it's just one rule, folks. And it's don't be what, Quinn? A dunderhead. Don't be a dunderhead. And all we mean by that is, you know, we want you to talk about old wrestling. We want you to have discussion and debate about old wrestling, wrestlers, matches, anything like that. The only thing we ask you is if you're going to disagree, don't resort to personal attacks and insults towards another person just because they like Tito Santana more than you do or something. Right. Don't insult Lou Duva. Don't, do not insult Lou Duva yeah. over there. That's right. He's a great friend of great the show. Great friend of the show. But really, if you just want to talk about old wrestling and be up to speed on what's going on in the world of OVP, we encourage you to join our Facebook group if you have one. Also, if you want extra content that we do, uh, we have that available at patreon.com slash podcast. This is where if people want to support us, we give you a lot of stuff in return. We give you every WWF pay-per-view from the first WrestleMania and out right now as of last weekend, WrestleMania 11. Mm. That was fun. Yeah. yeah great. Uh, but really, if you want to hear what we think about every single WWF pay-per-view and catch up on the 1984 canon, you can do that on patreon.com slash OVP podcast if you want to donate. But Michael, mm -hmm. this season, which we are now midway through, mm -hmm. we've had a new opening segment as we always do. And we've had a just a legendary opening song. Oh yeah, it's a great <laughs> opening teaser there. It's, it's the best <laughs> one we've ever made. Yes, and you'll get to hear it in a second. Uh, but what we've been doing is on Facebook, we asked you guys to give us an opinion that you might feel you are alone about 
you're on an island with. You are isolated. No one else could possibly agree with you. We wanted you to state your opinion in the form of a question. That question being, am I the only one? 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 Why? How have you not changed it yet? <laughs> the budget like, was slashed uh, for the season in terms of our, I'll, our audio I'll give quality. Money out of pocket to change that. <laughs> well, anyway, bumper notwithstanding, welcome back to my the only one. Where again, we've asked you guys to give us an opinion that might be controversial or that you might feel alone in sharing. And this is a duo of questions here. They are related and they're going to tie well together. We think so. Thank you first to Sean Malloy, mm-hmm. who asked, "Am I the only one that struggles to watch?" Older stuff, heavy on rest holds, bear hug, abdominal stretch, etc. Rest hold. It's a fucking hold. You're supposed to have holds in a wrestling match. Well, you know me, but I know you. And then tying into that, though, is Phil Tavares, Mm -hmm. who asks, am I the only one who never watched wrestling for match quality, but instead to be sports entertained? Five-star match and six-star match. So first of all, thank you, Sean. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Phil. We Thanks. appreciate those questions. This this is actually going to be a good one, Quinn, because you and I over the years have talked about various things uh, that we enjoy about wrestling matches mm-hmm. and clearly things that we don't. So starting with Sean Malloy's question, he's basically asking, is he the only one that struggles to watch things that are heavy on arrest holds? Uh, no. I mean, it can be tough, right? This is hard. See, this is, I think the reason this is a question is because... Nowadays, Mr. Match over there, Match, uh, it builds the psychology and yada 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 sure. and blah blah blah. Here's the thing: back in the old days, like everything was this. I think it's like revisionist history that like this was the good aspect of wrestling or something. I don't think, honestly, I don't think anyone thinks like bear hugs are good. I mean, here's the thing: I don't like, in the opening parts of the match. It's always been like established that. You know, they're really, they're building the psychology up and yeah. that's what that's for. And I'm smart. So I know, like, well, you well, know, one of the things you, is, you, you just never notice, <laughs> right? you, you know, yeah. but one of the things is with a rest hold, I mean, they're called rest holds for a reason, right? Yeah, you know, they stink yeah. <laughs> your chin locks, yeah. you know, and your things like that, your front face lock laying on the mat is if they're done well, they can be more entertaining than if they're literally just two guys laying around. If there's a payoff, that's the thing. And that's another thing. If there's no payoff and it's just because Dino Bravo is terrible at wrestling, you know what I mean? Why are you like, bringing the good fucking name of Dino Bravo into mean, this? It's just an example. Do but you like, mean, no, I, I we just, don't do that. Have you ever seen a payoff <laughs> when Dino Bravo does the rest hold the whole match? It, does anything ever of note happen because he did that? He broke my sternum that yeah. one time. Did you ever hear the story, boy, when I broke my sternum? You know what a sternum is? Well, speaking of payoffs, what about IRS? He's a very uh, rest-heavy wrestler, Yeah, and right? then on top of it, Irwin rest hold is a clothesline. Don't fuck with the write-off, And it's Quinn. not even that good. It's a great clothesline. It's close not even line. like a good clothesline. I think the point that I'm trying to make, though, is that when it's incidental in a match and not six minutes of a 10-minute match, yeah. it's forgivable. I mean, if you watch some of those Flair Steamboat matches from 89, and I'm not besmirching them, there is what some people might call a lot of resting in that in terms of arm bars and stuff. Right. But, but when they, they're sold a certain way, right, when they work into the story of the match, it's more forgivable and tolerable than Yoko putting a nerve hold on Luger eight minutes of the WrestleMania match. Right. The thing is with, for example, Steamboat or Flair, or even like I've seen Bret Hart do yeah. it sometimes. I believe it. I've seen Sean do chin locks yes, too, Quinn. But in all those cases, the difference is that there's some like sequence afterwards. Yes, like when they get up eventually. and like 
It's like, oh, because he weakened him. Especially Brett used to do that a lot. We're like, oh, because this thing's weakened, now this move's working. This is true. It's not just like some bullshit where they can just sit there. But what happens is those underneath guys or just these like big or the big gigantic guys. wrestlers. That's like 90% of their offense and there's really no purpose of it other than I'm tired. That's a good way to look at it. When it comprises a wrestler's entire offense. Yeah. It's kind of boring. So yeah. I would agree with Shumlin. No, I mean, that can be tough to watch. But I don't think that seeing a chin lock or an arm bar or even an abdominal stretch in a match means that it's bad. I mean, all, by the way, the abdominal stretch used to be a finisher. We can't bust heads like we used to. But tying into this, though, is a very complimentary question um, from Phil. Am I the only one that never watched wrestling for match quality, but instead to be sports entertained? And that is a loaded question, Quinn, because mm -hmm. the definition of one's entertainment is subjective. Yeah. Some people find different things entertaining. What do you think? Let's get your take first. My thinking is that in the last couple of, not couple, last decade or so, yeah, the audience has been molded in that sports entertainment, bad. Wrestling, good. Pro wrestling is done. Sports entertainment is around. What's the difference to you? A, a focus on the moves and the, the quality of the match versus, you know, moments and things happening in said match. Well, what is a quality match to you? It's got a little bit of everything, right? It's like they're wrestling. They're, they're doing pretty spectacular, awesome moves. But they're also like, sometimes there's like a moment, like they'll be in a feud or something and maybe something poetic will happen you know what poetic. i mean you know what I, you know what i mean by like oh this thing happened in the feud and now he got you know he, he was able to do the thing back to him like he hurt his throat and the guy initially hurt his throat you know i just mean like where it's like somebody was thought about this it's like there's, you mean a, there's sto a story there's a storyline and like it's not just wandering around doing moves right exactly and i think the reason this question's here is because nowadays it's all about oh, well, this match stinks if they didn't, you know, somebody didn't do a fucking backflip off the top, right? I think Andre Hogan, WrestleMania 3, is a good uh, example case here. And this is not shit on Dave Meltzer today, honestly. We're not Bruce Pritchard mm -hmm. over here. But, you know, he infamously gave um, Hogan-Andre negative stars. That's just dumb. That's just what it is, right? And we've addressed that in our WrestleMania 3 review we, available we, in the archives. And trust me, folks, we understand the moves aren't exactly thrilling right. in the match, but it's about the moment and well, the... What's going on in it? Perfect. Because this, these are some of the elements surrounding it. There's a story. The story being that three years was a long time to be champion. Yeah. And Andre wanted the shot. He resorted to getting Bobby Heenan with him. And he was undefeated. When he was allegedly. undefeated. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Allegedly. Andre had never lost. Hogan had not lost either, right? Since being the champion, he was champion for a long time. And it's in front of 78 to 93,000 people, right? Let's not spark that debate. Yeah. Okay. And it was built a certain way. Now, if you take the same wrestling match between those two and you dump it cold with no build, with no story, into Albany, no offense to Albany, right? On superstars. Poughkeepsie. Right. That's a shitty match. Yeah. Right? Of course it is. Yeah. There's no build. That's, there's no story. It becomes something you put on prime time. Right. But to me, and I think that might be part of the heart of Phil's question here is there's a sports entertainment, so to speak, aspect of that match. Yes, in the ring, they're just fucking around but who but so all so? people wanted to know was could a hogan win yeah that's all they cared about right like, that match gets a bad rap because i always you know what people always forget there's like this part in it where they fight outside and that's like rather unique for both of them for both of them it is yeah. i mean there's a horrible backdrop that andre does i understand that but the point <laughs> is is that they it's not like they do nothing this is true they're fighting what they know? do makes sense yeah 
Andre now with an Irish whip in. He missed the hook the foot. underneath that. Oh, he dropped, he dropped the big guy. I think it's interesting, though, because, like, my favorite match, you guys know this, and Quinn, you definitely know this, is Bret Hart versus Owen Hart WrestleMania 10. Right. So I can't sit here and say, well, I don't like moves, you know, and match quality, because that's one of my favorite. Which one of your favorite matches? The, 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 on the same pay-per-view, Steamboat versus oh, three, Macho yeah. Man. Right. That shit is amazing. But both of those matches that we're talking about, right, you uh-huh. and I, have a story. Yeah. Savage Steamboat, Bret Owen. There is yeah. intrigue. Right. There are stakes. And there's good wrestling. And, right, it's every element. So, on one hand, yeah, I definitely agree with Phil that it's not all about match quality for me because match quality, what does that really mean? I mean, Mm -hmm. I guess the amount of moves they do and how well they do them, that's quality, how quick they were. I get that. I mean, that's kind of like one of the problems with current wrestling, right, is that I feel like what they do now is they don't focus on the story because, and it's not even like, the companies as much as it's the Meltzers of the world have have shaped the audience to say like oh that story business you shouldn't care about that somebody I versus guess. somebody that you know these are two good wrestlers and it's sports and like that's why you should care well, so it kind of like gives an hmm. excuse to just have a bunch of bullshit matches and it's like oh they're all five stars so you have to like it that's a good point I mean I've always drawn the analogy of you know there might be a really good um, cast in a movie yeah but if I don't care about the story or how well the acting is, then I don't, I don't want to watch it. You know, like there could be a really good cast and I just don't care about the story or the performances. You yeah, know, but that, would that you happen. care, would you care about a movie that had the best actors in it and the best acting in it? Right. Yeah. The acting is, is better than any acting. Right. right? But the story of the, the thing they're acting in is terrible. No, I wouldn't care. I would say that's good. They did a good job. Yeah. But I, it doesn't, it's not for me. Yeah, and I think that's okay it's to like, say. It's, it's like if you had the greatest actors in the world, Oscar-winning actors, but they're in Freddie Got Fingered. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just. It, but it, but it, on the same token, do people find Freddie Got Fingered entertaining? Yes. Why? But, uh, but I mean, it, from a story perspective, <laughs> right. it's, no, there's no there's no story in <laughs> Fre- Freddie Got Fingered. Is but sausage think, fingers. By the way, I think Freddie Got Fingered is very funny. I know you um, do. But like, it's also just because Tom Green's insane. Look, honey, our boy's a genius. He's rigged a pulley system so he can eat sausage and work on his stupid drawings. Very highbrow humor, yeah, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> but expectations, too, I think is another consideration. When I see, for example, a Bret Hart match or you a Sean match, right? Because yeah. those are our two favorites. You expect it. It's probably going to be good. Right. Right. If you see a British Bulldog Warlord match coming in cold, right? Yeah. You're probably like, this isn't going to be good. But then when they have a banger like they did at WrestleMania 7. Yeah, they kind of like do a good job. But if Bret Hart had that match with somebody, it's a decent Bret Hart match, right? It's not like an amazing Bret Hart match. I don't match. know. Some people might elevate it more than... Because, because what I'm saying is it's like Bulldog and, and Warlord, they're not expecting it. And nobody That's my ever, point. But nobody ever talks about it afterwards. Right. And then the Bret version would be like, oh, this is like some you know hidden legendary gem thing. True. Uh, you know what I mean? I get the sports entertainment aspect, though, that Phil is talking about, and it ties into Sean Malloy's thing. What was your favorite match at Survivor Series 94 that we recently reviewed? Dink. Yeah. Why? There was no good wrestling in that, Quinn. No, because Dink's funny. And, what- and all the other... It, listen, I I might be... That might be the I'm the only one Quinn edition, but I love the friggin' midgets a lot. They're entertaining. Like <laughs> People need to understand. Like Go look back at it. It's like amusing. It was amusing, and it was to me that was also very, very entertaining. So it's very vaudeville or something. Yeah, like that. burlesque, yeah. something like that. Two in the pink. 
one in the state. I think it just comes down to personal preference a lot of times because there's only a certain level of objectivity that you can attain when it comes to a wrestling match. It, it generally boils down to I, I liked this or I didn't like it. And then if you want to dig deeper, it's like, well, I liked it more than this, but not as much as this. And then eventually you get to a scale stars or something like that or four out of ten. If you're Bret Hart. And that's how you start rating things. But to me, it's kind of like, I liked this or I didn't. And then if I want to think about why, I will. Or you'll find something more productive to do, like cleaning the carpet with your fingernail. I don't need a lot of moves to be entertained. And I think that the Clowns Are Us versus King's Court match is a great example of that. It's a classic. I think Hogan Andre is a great example yeah. of that. But my favorite matches, and, and this is true for you and probably for all of our fans or most of them, involve a good mix of everything. Even Hogan, you got to do all of it. Even Hogan Warrior. Mm-hmm. If Hogan and Warrior had had the Hogan Andre match, it wouldn't be good. Yeah, but I mean, it wouldn't have been as good, Quinn. It more or less is sort of a Hogan Andre. It's a match. lot better in yeah. the ring than Hogan Andre. It might, it's not as big, but it's better in the ring. Yeah, but it's also like some people would come back at you and be like, "There's a lot of tests of strength and like that kind of thing." Oh, like rest holds. Yeah, but they matter. Yeah. It's, well, a, it's, it's a, a two, titanic struggle. It's the two greatest know? forces in the universe doing it. That's what I'm saying, it's man. two so. constellations or something. <laughs> right. like, it's like having a test of strength. And folks, we, we're going to want your input on this because it's a very interesting tap into the psychology of wrestling, being a wrestling fan. The fan end of psychology, I guess you could say. Just because you could doesn't mean you should. You know, just to be clear, Quinn, mm-hmm. I just want to make a point that I'm not trying to say it was. it's never good anymore. Right. Right. I just want to make sure that's very clear. I mean, WrestleMania just happened these last two days. Right. And there was an excellent uh, Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch match. I I really, really, really liked it. And it had a story. I mean, granted, I'm not too invested in the current product, but it had a story. Mm -hmm. The moves were good. The pace was good. Everyone was good. Right. So I just want to be clear that, you know, we're not saying it was only good or or whatever like that. I, I want to make it clear that I can still appreciate a good wrestling match. But again, it's for these same reasons that we've been kind of talking about here. It, it has a mix of everything. It's true. Whoa! Backflip escape! Belair! Horse up, no. Blitz! No. Yes! No, 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 no. KOD! Center of the ring! Shoulders down! One, Whoa. two, three! New champion! Here's your Now, on the other side of this, though, I just mentioned the Bianca Becky, right? Mm-hmm. My favorite thing, well, I don't know about favorite, but I really, I know you did too, Quinn, the Johnny Knoxville, <laughs> Sammy Zayn. I love it. with the Right? With the giant hand yeah. and the friggin' mousetraps and everything. It was so stupid, and I loved it too. Just the way I liked the, the Bianca Becky thing, so I don't, I don't know what I like anymore. The rat is trapped, covered! I really don't know why I like the stuff that I like sometimes. You know, to go back to retro, Men on a Mission, for example, they're not good wrestlers. <laughs> no, they're, they're they're absolutely not. They're not good wrestlers, but so? So they what come, is they, my point? Yeah, but it's because when they come out, they get you hyped as right. hell, and then, like, they don't do much in the ring, but, like... No, they, but when Mabel does a big fucking avalanche in the corner, it's cool. Right, and then the whole crowd is saying, whoop, there it is, right. and you're just like, this is fun. There's nothing, like, offensive about this. Correct. It, it's... A part of it, too, is, like, I think there's expectations for people at certain parts of the card. Doink 
like even face doink who's not that good but he can get away with like some of the biggest horse shit possible because all you when you see he's him, a guy in a clown suit he's perhaps? a guy in a clown suit and he's just doing bits in <laughs> right. the ring like you know what i mean like you know he, do, he takes your nose away or whatever <laughs> he doesn't like, do that does he i just mean to say is like he does like you know that kind of like humor your nose away. yeah it's like oh got your nose or whatever he goes to your house and rips your mattress tag off yeah exactly on, he copies your videotapes he's got he's got dink on a on a tricycle yeah. going around him or whatever this is real like, the point is is like the expectations are different for different wrestlers in different parts of the match exactly it's like, i wouldn't put doink in the main event for example and please people don't be like oh he'll doink he should have had the world title or something he deserved it you, you know what i mean like and that that goes back to like there's a reason why certain people belong at certain parts because sure they wouldn't be highlighted like the same way and they wouldn't so they might not be sports entertaining or match entertaining whatever is your preference yeah match entertaining depending on like where they are there's also another aspect too where if you're engrossed in something as a fan you're probably not paying attention to the execution of the matches and the psychology of why they're doing you just you're just into a match but when you and i do a lot of our reviewing retrospectively obviously because we're taking notes on every move they right but we can note how well and more appreciate the performance of the real person doing what they're doing i also notice more subtle botches that are not something you would really notice if you're just watching with your friends yeah Yeah. or if you were like in a public pay-per-view environment where you were you know had a couple friends over. You're drinking yeah. a couple of beers. You aren't noticing the minor shit. What right? kind of beer are you drinking? You think Yingling, <laughs> most likely. Is there wings? Yeah. Oh, you when can know, I come you've over? been there. When, when, when <laughs> you've been there. I want to the, do it. You're, you're here when there's the public pay per view environment. Party at Quinn's house, yeah. folks. So let's all go there. But no, I think this is a great look at you know why why do I like what I like? And yeah, I agree with both in this case. Sean Malloy. No, I mean I. It can definitely be tough. What's one of your Least favorite things, Quinn. An opening match and what happens in it? The, the rest hold. <laughs> right. Like the first match is that they should not be doing that. I didn't come here for this. No, you mean on like a TV show? Yeah. The house show is a little different. Yeah. And I, this, I mean, this question sort of applies to that in a weird way. But like, yeah, if you start a match, the first match is like, welcome to championship wrestling. We got 500 fucking matches. It's going to be the best thing ever. Right. And then they, the first match is two guys rest hold city right and it, and it goes on for like 10 minutes it's like you're doing it wrong we got 45 minutes here stop wasting my time like those like the most recent episodes on the yeah, canon by the way some of the more recent oh. ones i know well brian blair great example from the 84 counter right he does everything well he does good moves i have no interest in him though because he doesn't go fast enough i'd rather see lou albano talk yeah. To me, that's more sports entertaining. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Than watching Brian Blair do anything a few Piper's Pit. <laughs> yeah, anything on Piper's Pit would be better. A friggin' Chief J Strongbow match I'd rather watch. He, he is good at it. Like, <laughs> Let's not get carried away. You always you come in, you're like, oh, he's fat and he's a loser, whatever. He and, then, and then he ends up doing like baseball slides under people's legs right, and, and all this shit. It's entertaining to me. Yeah. I, I know that he's notoriously a horrible wrestler or whatever, right? And he's sloppy. And is he's, he that horrible? Like, in all honesty. To like, you, he's not. So that's all that matters. Some of the, he's had on that show. He's had some of the more memorable matches. He, he gets it even done. in like old man mode. He he's knows so, what he's doing in there. He's so bad, but I love him so much. Yeah, it's just true. But guys, I want to know what you think because there is a lot of moves out there these days, and there's always been. But listen, there's a reason why when Dynamite Kid came over to the WWF that people were wowed by the British Bulldogs. Yeah, and then they wanted every match to be that. Well, eventually, right? But the stuff he was doing in the ring, they hadn't seen. There's a reason why when the Jumping Bomb Angels came in, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, you compare that to the moolah bullshit. Yeah. So the in-ring to me, there is an aspect of it. I think it's just the same thing. When when there's no reason, like we watch, okay, here's a great example before we wrap up here. A couple of weeks back, we reviewed that Raw the night after WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And there was a AAA, an AAA match in there, uh, remember? With these yeah. luchas that we didn't know who any six of them were. And they were great athletes, right? Yeah, it wasn't that. It was that I didn't care at all about these people. But also, no one was selling anything. (laughs) It was just move after move aimlessly. It felt like they were like, we need to get out of here as quick (laughs) as possible because nobody cares about this and we look bad. It was bad. So I think that a good match is sports entertaining when it has all of the elements. Where the in-ring is, how about this, where the in-ring is appropriate for what it should be. If you're expecting Hogan Andre to do the same kind of match that Savage and Steamboat would do, I don't know what's wrong with you yeah. and why you would think that. To temper your expectations. Correct. That's a very good way to put it. Yeah. That'd be a good opening statement. Temper your expectations. But folks, we expect you to let us know what you think here. Let us know what you think about rest holds, first of all, and do they have a place and are they ever entertaining? And also let us know what do you look for in a wrestling match? Is it to be a sports entertained, whatever that might mean to you? Or do you like the moves and the holds and the things like that? There's no wrong answer here. Mm-hmm. There's also no wrong way to eat a Reese's. Yeah, this is true. This is a thing. <laughs> But folks, we're going to be back with the thing in a couple of minutes here because when we come back, it's WCW. There's some champions and they're going to clash. Oh, really? That's right. And it is coming up right after this. Well, live my life and never stop to worry about the thing. Open up and shout it out and never try to sing. of viewers watch pro wrestling every week, making it America's most popular sports entertainment. Recently, more fans watched WrestleMania 3 than any other indoor sporting event in the United States. But all is not as it seems. The two wrestlers you are about to see on this tape are superstars of the sport, having battled on national TV, major arenas throughout the country, and around the globe from Japan to the Middle East. What happens when these two wrestlers get a raw deal from their chosen profession? get mad, they get even. Who cares? Hello, wrestling fans. While we're on a break here, just a quick reminder to check out some friends of the show. These are other independent wrestling podcasts. We want you to check them out. Start with Booking the Territory. This will get you everything for your southern fried, very classy, unprofessional wrestling coverage of the NWA, WCW. It is Booking the Territory. And check out GFA Live with Peter Winson and Kathy as they trek you through some classic episodes of WWF television, maybe a movie you never know. So check out our friends of the show. It is Book in the Territory and GFA Live. And welcome back, wrestling fans, to our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Thanks for being with us here for episode 265. It is Monday, April the 4th, 2022. May April the 4th be with you. Thank you, Quinn. Uh, so <laughs> very important to say. Very important. Also important if you like OVP and if you want extra content, we have that available. Now, Quinn, we don't have Patreon to try to get rich. We don't. We don't have any kind of misguided dreams about this being a full time job or anything like that. It's gonna be a multi million dollar business oh, someday yeah. in like 
a hundred years. 150, yeah, yeah, something like that. We're still around. Right. And we certainly never, ever, ever, ever want to rip anyone off. We want people to feel like they got their money's worth, and that's why we only have two tiers. It's $2 and $5, and that's patreon.com slash OVP podcast. On the $2 tier, you're going to get the latest in the 1984 canon. We are in September of 1984 now. Things are getting interesting. I mean, we've had Cindy Lauper already. The Freebirds are here temporarily. Yeah. <laughs> Until Andre has had enough. Bobby Heenan is right around the corner. That's true. A lot of things. Bret Hart has joined the canon. With two T's. With two, yes, he has. He's here. He is. So if you want to get caught up on the 1984 canon and get the latest, just $2 a month. And then on the $5 tier, that's tier with one T. Yeah. There is, get it right. There is the obviously the 84 canon, but also our WWF pay-per-view reviews, like we mentioned at the top of the show. These are somewhere in the neighborhood of three, three and a half hours usually. Allegedly. Allegedly. And we go through every pay-per-view in order. We started with WrestleMania 1 and out now, as of this past weekend, WrestleMania 11. Real classic. Yes. (laughs) And you get all of them when you sign up for just five bucks a month. And in May, in your house, in your house. Oh, thank goodness. You know, I'm looking looking forward to that because now we're going to be in the, like, the, the, this the normal era. like a regular every month. Pa- pay-per-view style a month thing that's, that's right they've been doing since 1995 yeah right. so that's what Nothing we're here changes, to do guys. No. <laughs> Nothing ever changes but I'll tell you what it's the beginning of a new month here and if you want to sample this you want to try it for free send me a message on uh, Twitter at OVP podcast or on the Facebook group or even shoot us an email well we we'd give you a month for free we don't mind yeah we want we want everyone to have a chance to see what yeah. this content's all about so check it out if you don't like it you cancel that's cool and again that's patreon.com slash OVP podcast and I want to remind you guys also be sure to subscribe on YouTube and on Vimeo you're gonna need it because Quinn mm-hmm. we're reviewing something we are and what we're reviewing today is actually half my idea but half Richard Land's idea and that was basically we need some WCW this season there wasn't a lot I love it I do too. Uh, this is this is a good thing, it in is my a good opinion. Thing. So I said to Richie, why don't you find a clash of the champions that we can do? And he's like, All right, mate, I'll do that for you. And he came up with WCW Clash of the Champions June twenty third, nineteen ninety four. Now this is a notable one from what yes, I remember. Is. This is this is the one where that real classic title, the international yeah. uh, heavyweight title, we're finally gonna Get rid of that shit. We're because, unifying it, baby. Yeah, because we can't even say NWA anymore. So, like, what is the point, right? <laughs> it's very true. It's like, we have to... They they ran it. They kind of were in a bind, right? They were like, well, we can't just, like, the next turn, flip the switch and the next day Ric Flair's not the champion anymore. Whoever was the international... I think yeah, it's Sting it in this Sting. case. Whatever. The point is, is we can't just say he's not the champion now, Don't right? do something but about it. But we also... We need to establish that there's a WCW belt, right? right? And you know, make one important. We got yeah. So why don't we? You know, we have this pay per view that's called Clash of the Champ or pay per view, but you Television know, what I mean? special, whatever it is. We have this thing called Clash of the Champions, right? We'll have the two champions clash, they'll clash, and then we'll decide. You know, this guy is going to be the, the the one belt, and we don't have to worry about this two belt yeah. situation. Unlike WWE, who like intentionally tries to have two world titles. There's a lot of belts over WCW there. WCW was like, we can't. This was only for like a couple months or something. And you know what had happened? Uh, oh, I want to say about 10 or so-ish days before this. What? Uh, Hulk Hogan signed officially with World Championship Wrestling. Ah. Yeah, and, and then the MGM and uh, Mickey Mouse Studios and, and all that. Well, uh, Gene was there, of course. Oh. Uh, Jimmy Hart. Uh, John little, Henry on there. <laughs> yeah, the John Henry. I'm sure there'll be a clip of that on here. 
They probably will. Yeah. And uh, Jimmy Hart, of course, Hogan's longtime manager. <laughs> yeah, was long time. Oh, his longtime manager. In all one this. year. In one Not year. Even, maybe. <laughs> but what is Clash of the Champions? Well, you probably know, but if you don't, it was a... Uh, hmm, I like the way it started. It was a fuck you to Vince McMahon, mm-hmm. who had been screwing with Jim Crockett promotions. To be fair, it was a return yeah, fuck you. It like, was a it was re- like, retaliation fuck you. Yeah, it was like they got they got the fuck you first. Twice. Yeah, because they they had this uh, paper you might have heard of called Starcade. You might have not because it's been like so many years since Starcade's existed. Yeah. But anyway, they had the, their WrestleMania basically was this show called Starcade. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Vince McMahon, he said, you know what? We're the only like top dog in town. We're here. the only ones allowed to do pay per view. Yeah, we're the only fuck their pay per view, right? Even yeah. though they've been doing pay per view before Vince. No, that Matt. was their first one. Yeah, that was their first. Yeah, Starkey was closed circuit before Vince. Vince did it first. I thought they they predated no. by a couple months or something no. like the, the None second Starcade or something. Starcade was not on pay per view until the first one, but that was Vince trying to block it right by coming up with Survivor Series '87. Either way. They get on pay per view. Just trying to be accurate. Yeah, and then and then Vince is like uh, Survivor Series yep. and Slammies and all this and bullshit. He, he and the, anything that would like distract from it. He made the cable companies, the pay per view providers, try to choose. He he threatened to withhold WrestleMania four to I anyone that, that ran I think it's it. Super weird, by the way. If you think about it in retrospect, that pay per view, which is supposed to be like you know anybody can be a pay per view, just buy the slot and you're there, right? It's yeah. like it's not it's not like to me, pay per view is not something you really like have to like argue over right it's like well if if i get the time you know like it's not it's not like an old network right where it's like there's only one wrestling channel per network that's what what doesn't make any sense to me but vince wanted to have it all to himself obviously and uh he he kind of forced arcade to move to december the following year it was always a thanksgiving show and then he did the same type of shit when um JCP was running Bunkhouse Stampede in January. Vince is like, oh, here's a Royal Rumble yeah. on paper, uh, on USA, excuse me. So Crockett said, you know what? Fuck you. WrestleMania 4 happening? Oh, big hype? Yeah, big yeah. Sh- big deal? Here is a three-hour, it was three hours at the time, pay-per-view caliber event yeah. on TBS. Yeah, we're just going to give you give away our, like, a uh, WrestleMania-like yeah. thing. <laughs> like, there you go. On free TV, not yep. on the pay crap. Not on the pay now, at this point, obviously, we're in June of 94. We were six years removed from that. Clash has been uh, reduced now to a two-hour special. Mm-hmm. And I did, I have seen this. I know you have, too. We've seen, seen this. this. It's been a while, though. And I really, really like, Quinn, this era of WCW. Yeah. This I is, really this is do. This like the right before Hogan era that everyone yep. likes. It's really good. And uh, you're going to watch it along with us here if you're on the video version. Again, if you're on the audio right now and you want to watch it with us, your best bet is Vimeo. Yeah, because we don't think this is going to make it through YouTube. No way. We'll try. We'll try. I'll send it in. We'll send, I'll, submit I'll, it. I'll submit it and <laughs> they'll make a decision right. on what they want. Yeah. And Hopefully we'll, not delayed. I hate when they delay their decision. Oh, like that, three days? Yeah. They're like, you'd be like, it's great. It's just, it, made, it passed the checks, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then like three days later, you go on, like, you know, you're getting ready to see, make sure everything's ready to go. Right. And then it's like, oh, by the way, we, we made it. We've made a decision <laughs> yeah. about this. Blocked. It blocked. But uh, if it happens, folks. It, it happens. It's not all algorithmic. No, there's some. <laughs> there has to be somebody like in the black box over there, like Al- hitting knobs and stuff. Knobs and sags. Yeah, his name is Alan Gorithmic. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Anyway, uh, without any further ado, I'm going to bring up the video scope for those of you on the video. In three, two, one, clash. There you go. I'm all black screen. There. There you go. So for those of you that love the WCW, here you go. This is WCW Clash of the Champions, June twenty third, nineteen ninety four. There it is. 
Flare and Sting. That's Two what titles. we said. Two belts. Here we go. What I like is that the big gold was the international world, and then one... Well, yeah. no spoilers. When the oh, Vlad, it's in, Vlad is in the opening. <laughs> wow, look at that. We, we got Vlad. <laughs> we got Vlad in WCW? That's, yeah. that's cool. When the winner wins this, they uh, make the WCW title the big gold. Yeah. I don't know who wins, though. Well, I think it's weird that Ric Flair doesn't have the big gold, right? Yeah, because that was the NWA. Oh, Hogan ticker tape. Yeah. God. The International looked like shit. In it. Yeah, the International is the big gold. It's the other way around. No, it's not, Quinn. I don't think so. No, I... We'll see when they come out. How about that we'll leave it at that okay we'll leave it well larry zabisco oh. <laughs> oh good lord regal thank god yeah. steve austin yeah. what a roster man yeah they could, it was a good roster and larry zabisco johnny b bad cactus and kevin kevin sullivan in a, the nasty silly shirt i'm already happy and we're in the intro yeah there's a lot of good folks on this people think i don't like wcw i do i just don't like parts of wcw i yeah. like this era we got jesse or bobby let's find out Charleston, we, South Carolina. So we got Eric. That's Tony. I can't tell. He's phasing voices. Sometimes he sounds like Eric, and sometimes he sounds like Tony. It's Tony. Are they going to show them or just go to the matches right away? <laughs> it would be very WCW to, like, fuck up and not show them. They don't show them all the time. Okay, so Tony, Gene. Oh, what a time! And Bobby. Okay. Bobby the Brain Heenan, Mean Gene. Oh, the mics are open. Why has Bobby got a bow tie on? That's very not Bobby. It's a very fancy event. Brain tonight. Brain. Two titles. Two. Bobby's still very good in '94. Yeah. One champion will emerge. That's right. There will only be one heavyweight champion of the world. And there are so many Why has Bobby got his hand on, like, Tony's back? I don't know. <laughs> Probably more comfortable. Yeah. For the champion than they were looking for O.J. Simpson the other day. Whoa, very curt. Oh, oh. oh, look at Gene's face. You know he's awing. What a reference. North Charleston Airport. He said O.G. O.G. Rick Flair face to face. Well, Tony Schiavone, as you know, uh, we were so all Gene. on a fantastic ride with this man in the 80s. I'm looking forward to riding with him in the 90s oh boy. and for the year 2000. And who do you think well, you will, Gene. Yeah, don't worry. Series man. It's got to be Hulk Hogan. Oh, get out of here. We couldn't get a date. What are you talking about? Sherry has Hulk Hogan. That's what he thinks. I don't know. I'm pretty sure Who's Sherry? She said? Yeah, or he said, yes. He said. Yeah. What are we open with? Johnny B. Bad? He's like... Is that who it is? Let's say. I don't recognize this music. I don't either. I think it's Johnny B. Bad. Nope. Oh, it's I was nasties. wrong. What, what the this hell? This was this music. <laughs> this is not their music. I don't remember this theme. Is this the Missy Hyatt era or something? Or we passed that? They're still heels, but yeah. she's gone. Aww. She had just left. I like that. A few months earlier. Yeah, I like Missy. Ha! It's, it's a, the Missy Hyatt, like, um... I'm so nasty or whatever version. She was so good. It, it, it's like they finally found something that she was like good at. I love it. It's so frustrating, right? Like, <laughs> I like Missy. I really I don't just, mind I Missy don't at all. I like when they like take forever to find like a like a niche for the character right. going forward, and then they finally get it. And it's like, oh, you're fired. Just yeah. get out of here. It's very sad. It doesn't make it like it doesn't make any sense. Well, why did you do all that like work to get to I this know. point? Right. I agree. Now I don't know who wins this, but. I can't imagine that Cactus and Sullivan are champions much longer. Right. They'd won them, what, at Slambury? Yeah, something like something that. Something like that. And we got the... Is this supposed to be a big moment for the Nasties or something? <laughs> to regain the tag titles? I don't think so. Is it? I don't know. I don't I remember. I can't tell. 
Those of you on the audio, we got uh, Gary Michael Capetta in the ring, and we have this is the ramp era for or the platform for I the like ring it. era. I like that. I like it too. It also like opens the door for like fighting on top of it. I do like that yeah. a lot. Yeah. There we go. Kevin Sullivan in the face is very weird. Yeah. Hussing. Hey, oh, is no. that oh, back God, there? no. Yes. Okay. No. Good. What, what do you mean, good? Why do you have such an issue with Evad? He Evad? sucks. He's horrible. <laughs> he's lovely. No, he's not. He's King terrible. Lion and all that. Come on. I want to see the King Lion. Yeah. Do you like Cactus Jack, the character? Yeah. Um, yeah, he's all right. I like him a lot. I like the WF version weirdly better. I don't know why. I don't. I, I, think I, mean, I think it was just because of, like, they actually hyped him as, like, something important before he came. Oh, God. He's got the Hulk rule shirt, Dave Sullivan. It's, it, it, I think it's just, like, starting. It right? is. Hulk. See, it's backwards. Because oh, he's Evad. Yeah. Dyslexic. Hulk Silver. Hulk Silver. Bang, bang. Um, I, you know why I don't... The only reason I don't like the WWF version of Cactus Jack? What? Because he's always wearing the wanted shirt. I don't like mind he's wearing that. his own. I like when he wears the leopard print and the other gear. Actually, I should take it back though. The real version I like more, the best. The ECW, ECW. is the best one. The 9495 yeah. ECW is the best one, yes. Right, that's true. 100%. But the WF one is more akin to the ECW one, in my opinion, like as far as like the character. Maybe. I, Ooh. This one is like the, like, we're figuring out what it is. I version. guess so. Right. Sags tangling right now with uh, Cactus Jack in the corner. Big rights and lefts by Cactus. I think it's, you know what I think it's mainly about the Cactus in WCW? Nubs. Go ahead. Is that, like, it, because it perceives the ECW one that's, like, overtly hardcore, and this yes. one's, like, more like it's the WCW version of, like, that, so it's, like, lesser. I think that's really what it is. I guess so. I think that uh, Cactus, oh, nice double team there. Cactus with uh, Max Payne was a really good team, and they had that great match at yeah. Spring Stampede. It's not to say, and, and folks, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, why I'm explaining myself is because I'm trying to not You're say really that the, going overboard with this explanation. I'm trying not to say that Cactus in WCW is bad. It's He's just great. Like, I think it doesn't really come of age until ECW. I think the ECW version's better, yeah, right, but I think yeah. he's good in WCW. Um, is it true? I think someone can tell us. Wasn't Max Payne fired, and that's why it's Kevin Sullivan instead? Probably. Isn't it something like that? It's a weird it's not, team, It sounds man. like something that would happen in WCW. I know. Why does Dave Sullivan look like Big John Stud out there? Why is he massive, Why is he, like, 6'9"? Like, yeah, jeez. <laughs> it's just a weird thing to make him, like, this doof, like, <laughs> when he's, like, he's huge. He's like George from, uh, no, Lenny, excuse me, from Of Mice and Men. Yeah, yeah, that's the, what it's I supposed think that's to be. what they're going for, yeah. It is. It's like he can beat the shit out of all these people, but, like, you he's have so, to, like, anger him. Like, yeah, because he's so nice. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't hurt anyone. Yeah. Kevin Sullivan and the Purple Tights here against uh, Nobbs, the captain of the Nasties, Quinn. Jeez, he has his head's, like, above the <laughs> middle rope, and he's, like, standing outside. Like, wow, how tall is this man? By the way, do you like Nick Patrick's summer crew cut here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's just, you know, you, you know, you get, get, all, get all sweaty <laughs> on your head there. Right? Let's the sweat go somewhere. Gotta have it go somewhere. Yeah. All right. Sullivan talks. Thompson in the turnbuckle here. Nice camera work. Man, like the camera that. man's almost getting pushed off the thing there. Rough. Rough and ready. Corner whip by Sullivan and nothing. Remember rough and ready in WCW? God, that was a thing, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Who was in that? It's some jobber team. Was it like Kenny Chaos in it? He's yeah, in yeah. every team that I like. like. You don't even know, need to know who it is. It's They're rough and ready. Were they rough? I think Mike Enos is in that team. Well, then it can't be bad. Yeah. I just mean it's because he's one, the Mauler's like one of the members. Well, he is rough. Yeah. It's not Enos and Bloom somehow, is it? No, I don't think it's Enos and somebody else. Ah, uh, it should have been Enos and Bloom. Whoa! 
Oh, wow. That was a cool I move. I like I hurt Cactus more there. Oh, Sullivan, for those young audio, just threw Cactus off, and he landed right into a Sagsy baby with his legs. Now, Sags is the technician, those of you that are new. Randy Anderson, second referee on the outside there, a little peewee. This is decent so far. I'm looking up who was in rough and ready. Oh, please do. Dick Slater and Mike Enos. That can't be bad. Dick rough, Slater's good. Rough and ready. I like both of them. Yeah. They are both rough dudes. And they're ready. <laughs> Forget the ready part. It, I felt like you were devaluing the ready. I might have been it's, forgoing it's the ready. It's important to be ready. Rough and ready. Uh, the, you're right. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, why do they call them that? Because it's alliterative? Yeah. Okay. You know, it's a typical, like, oh, look, they're cowboys or whatever. They're not cowboys. Whatever they're supposed to be. Mike Enos is not a cowboy. They're, he's he's a mauler. He yeah, was, that's he different. Those chaps. He did. Yeah, I, I always said they were, like, Texan or you know, cowboy or something like that. That's why uh, he didn't wear a cowboy same thing, hat. Same thing with Dick Slater. He He's not from cowboy. Texas. He's from Mississippi Whatever or something. Alabama. Are. I don't know. There's a lot of punching in this match. Let me yeah. tell you that much. If you like punching, folks. Oh, fun why, up by like, yeah. it, I think you, you took the start out of it because I'm pretty sure that this is the end for Cactus Jack and Kevin Sullivan. Is it not? Well, they, um, I didn't mean to. Yeah. Yeah, Cactus is leaving. Leaves in, like, September. Doesn't he lose to Sullivan? Yeah, he's got to go on the way out. With, uh, Mike, Mikey, Mikey and yeah. Winky, uh, right? Yeah. Mikey Winky. Mikey Winky. Yeah. That, he's I mean, going to go that, be better. That kicks off a great run for Cactus Jack and ECW. The whole run is... All, all, of, it, it, all of it is good. Start to finish. <laughs> yeah. When he turns it's, heel and he's, like, anti-hardcore and stuff, it's man. the best he ever was. He's fucking awesome in ECW. Yes, he is. 100% agree. Whoa. Like, to me, the Cactus era is kind of, like, bookended by, like, there's that year of Cactus and Terry and all that shit. Yep. And then Raven comes along in early 95, yep. and then that kind of changes the paradigm. And then Cactus has that great feud with uh, Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. And then the big send-off right before he goes to WWF. It's all good. It's yeah. all good. Mm -hmm. And then he has a fucking rat in WWF. Yeah. Did you care about, like, that gimmick? I didn't. I was like, what is this shit? Mankind? When it started. Oh, with I the actually, vignettes. I was so like, "What the, the fuck is this?" Here's the thing: is that I didn't have access to EC Dub. I didn't like, really. I, didn't, I, mean, I couldn't like find it or whatever yeah, it and, and until down. Cactus had already left, and it was more of a Raven kind of company. Like very Raven. Um, so Raven. And so my first introduction to Mick Foley really was like as Mankind, and whoa, he hit him right in the face there. Um. I personally was like, I didn't, uh, Mankind was so mysterious to me. I was kind of like, what is he? I'm, I, I was kind of like intrigued by it. Right. I know the rat and all that, but like. The stupid. Yeah. The piano. But at, at the same time, I was like, who is this guy? He's like in a dank basement. I can't see his face. He might not have an ear. Like, I, yeah, like I was. I made sure you knew that. Yeah. When I, when I was a kid, I had a lot, like a lot of questions about him. Right. And then he would do. Honestly, you know what was really impressive, and I don't know why. Maybe I just because I was so new to wrestling. Oh, nice slide drop by Sags. Go ahead. The mandible claw just seemed like such a devastating move. Like well, because you were different. like, you were like, wow, like that's like gonna choke that man. Like he might die. Like I was, <laughs> I was like very scared when I saw that be be applied. He might die. <laughs> I mean, you put your you put your fingers on somebody's like. Like throat like that, like yeah, you inside their, their mouth. Palate. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah, not good. You um, can't even talk. You can't breathe. No, you can't move. Yeah, paralyzing. 
And then, and then on top of it, the last piece, the yeah, last bit of Mankind that really intrigued me yes. was the fact that he had an intro and an outro. I did like I, that. I was like, wow. The piano music was good on the yeah. intro. What do you think of WCW keeping their table right next to the ring for as long as they did? Aren't they a little old school here? Yeah, <laughs> they needed to... Especially when there was more outside action. It really yeah. was kind of getting like, we need to move this thing. Do they need to be that close? Is all well, the the thing is, they went through the other extreme afterwards where <laughs> yeah. they like moved it to like the ceiling or whatever. Yeah, but, it was like they were making up for all those years yeah. where they could smell the wrestler's feet. I always felt that that was like a Bobby request because you know how he was very like anti like being like right next to the, the action. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, which reminds me, 96, they were still doing that when Pillman... Yeah. Well, holy shit, they kept it right at the, the ring. The worst version of it, by far, yeah. is at... Um, nice elbow. Is at World War Three when they're, like, literally, like, on the table in the middle, and there's, like, rings next Horrible. to the corners of them. Like, they're, like... They're, they're, it's so weird. Things like that made WCW seem dopey to me as a kid, though. Yeah. They really did, because WWF hadn't done that since, what, Boston house shows and shit and MSG in the 80s? Yeah. Right next to the ring, like up against the ring. I'm just I saying mean. it's it's even worse when yeah, there's, there's three two other rings. rings. Yeah, this is like whoa. <laughs> what do you think of this match so far? Oh shit, Cactus going for something. Whoa! Oh, oh my god! Wow, Mick. Cactus just jumped back and landed, landed on, the- on somebody's purse. Yeah, guardrail. Yeah, concrete and a purse. Good you know lord! What, you know when that's that's really doofy. The tables thing in World War Three. Is because every other match they move the ring so other people can see stuff. Yeah. There's times when they're like, they're literally facing the opposite direction of the wrestling. That's horrible. Like, they're not even at all looking at it. Like, which they're is, just only looking at the monitors. Yeah, which is fine, but why are they sitting there? Yeah. You know? They can't just move them. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. What do you think of this match? It's very, all right. It's, it's very, it's oof, hardcore. Very brawly. Like Cactus Jack's taking all the bumps, if you notice. Well, because Sullivan's is ah. I mean, he's older. He's older. Yeah. Gentleman, yeah. Man, Mick. You see Kevin Sullivan recently was on the People's Court with J.J. Dillon? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck was that about? I, I don't know. Not the People's Court. Judge Steve Harvey. I mean, it's just the People's Court version of it, you know? I can't believe that that's even a show. Those court shows are still going, dude. People watch them, I guess. I you know, don't. Judge Judy recently got, like, a like new, like, Hulu version of it or something. She's, like, 80. Yeah. Enough. Like, I see, I think the reason that works, right? She thinks she's Donna Rickles up yeah. there. We're not even but doing court if, anymore. If it's streaming, right, you can just pre-record a bunch, and you can re- pre-record less because streaming is supposed to be, like, it's not, like, you know, an episode a day or whatever. But who's pre-recording Judge Judy? That's under they 60. They could probably do all those Judge Judys, like, if they only need to do, like, 10 of them or something. Like, they could probably do all that in a day. But who would want to watch it, is what I mean. Are well, you people, watching it? People still, hey, man, they, they still love... That's a that's a format that never goes old. Like it's insult comedy is all it is at this point. Yeah, well, Kevin Sullivan's a House of Sullivan right now. Is not, that what he not, is? Not the Evad kind. No, he yeah. still doesn't have knee pads. Knee pad Sullivan. He's old school. He doesn't. Yeah, very. I'm from the dark world. Or <laughs> I'm whatever. from the dark world. Yeah. Why does Evad have a crutch now? I didn't even notice that. I was hiding it in yeah. his robe. And now right. Yeah, he he came to the ring with it. Nob's going after Evad and mm-hmm. uh, Kevin there to hinder him. We're on the floor here, Nobs and Kevin Sullivan. Nobsy baby. Cactus Jack oh, on the watch inside. Out for Evad. Oh, Sag's going after Evad from behind, pulling his grungy hair. Evad. I like how Evad, Evad's robe is very blatantly a bathrobe to make him seem dumpier. You've yeah. ever noticed that? It definitely they, is. They do that on purpose. Uh, you're right. Oh, double yeah. arm DDT. Yeah. One, two, 
three. That's Cactus weird. Like win. I thought they were gonna lose. So did I actually. Oh, okay. See, I didn't let any starch out. Oh, no titles changed hands. No starch was left. How did Sags like not break that? He was like on top <laughs> of him when, when, like, and he laid on him for like a minute. <laughs> he fucked up. He got in too early or something. I think so. So Sags and uh, Cactus go ooh into the guardrail. Mm -hmm. Yikes! Don't punch him. Don't punch him. See, no, I think what they're trying to do here, Joe, is they're trying to leave like some a little sizzle there. So like, oh, oh this this sure isn't over yet. Like, you know what I mean? That kind of shit. Sizzle. What do you want, Gene? I got Ric Flair here, like my my personal person. <laughs> All night long tonight here. Oh, my glasses. Yeah. Actually, this is like pre-Rick Flair was his man. Yeah, it's not starting this much yet. next year. It's very soon. 95 to, yeah. to the end. Yeah. one 900 You guys know. You guys know the number. Option two. Make sure you... Fuck one. Yeah, don't do the first one. Call right now. Kids, get your parents' permission. Why would I call now? I'm watching the show. Oh, the Sting Man. Oh, that'll be a crappy promo. I like this music, though. I do, too. 100%. Actually, it might be a good promo. It's 94. Yeah. He's fun. He looks great. Yeah. He does. Seriously. See, look. Big yeah, gold. That's the WCW champion. No, it's not. He's the international world champion. Flair's the WCW champion. For a good reason, you have got the opportunity Wait, of why do you not believe me? Flair won it from Vader at Starcade. Maybe you're right, actually. I think I mixed it up. Everybody out here saw or heard what was said on TV last week. And although I don't know exactly, you know what I'm thinking of. It, I think. I'm thinking of when it was the WWE belt. They kept it as the gold, so I just figured. Yeah, after this. Yeah. Yes, it became the that became the WCW right. title. They got rid of the shitty belt that they yeah. were using. That, gotcha. The one the Flair has. But they called it WCW. Correct. Twenty-four foot great white shark. What? And I'm hungry. I take it back. It's not a good promo. He's from the beach, Joe. So he's a great white shark. But he's not Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Even though they're from the same town or something. <laughs> you know it's real. Oh, Steve! That was a stupid promo. What was that? I will what? say, I I like, I always like the vibe they were going for with early Sting. So do I. Like this, like, super exciting. Guardian oh, Angel. Oh. Vader? Oh, shit. Oh, God, please one? fight Vader. Oh, this might be good. Yeah, I do too, though, with Sting. I do, yeah. seriously. Because he's... He has Sorry. been in New York, becoming the newest member of the Guardian Angels. Please we wrestle. With him for the last I feel like weeks. a downgrade. I go from being a cop or whatever to... To not a cop. Just, just like a, an enforcer. Oh, it's a vignette. Well, Guardian Angels, they were like a, a more like... It, <laughs> intense neighborhood watch, basically. Yes, they were. That was a real thing. They Those were very controversial in their time. Yep, and they really did dress like that. That's actually... Yeah. I think that's real Guardian Angels that he's with. Yeah, no, it is. I didn't mind this game. This shit... Do you know this shit still exists in New York City? It does? Yes, they're I've, still going. I've never seen one. That guy... The guy who runs it uh, ran for mayor last time around. He did? Yeah. I mean, what are we doing here? elements of society that's destroying all of it. I mean, we I swear they keep out of the press because, like, I have a feeling this shit, they still do some, um, guardian angeling. I don't know. To this day. I don't know anything about it, really. Yeah. When I started watching WCW, he was the guardian angel, and I yeah. was like, what is this? <laughs> Why is when he When you this? look into it, you're like, this is pretty weird. Yeah. Like, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't understand. I, I... 
it, it all stems from like people were okay with it because New York City was such a dumpster in the yes, 70s. In the so 70s. That's like when it started. Right. They were like, oh, let's have guys that'll just, you know, beat the shit out of the criminals and like deliver them to the cops' hands. Right. right? Like yeah. that was the concept. I get it. Vigilant. Yeah. You know. Don't sucking psychopathic killing machines. <laughs> You have to be willing to go out there. They're like Batman and do battle or with something. Them to take back the neighborhoods from them. You here? But yeah. to do it without weapons. See, that's the and guy who ran for mayor, or whatever. Recently, yeah, that's him. Jacket. He's still the leader. You have to get out there and slam them and jam them. Give them a therapeutic back Yeah, there's like no way that this is like free. legal. No, they, it's they, not legal. They but just they, allow it. It was or kind something. of tolerated, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's probably people that know more than we do. Right. I'm sure there's like. You guys tell us. Good and bad here. There's probably like controversies with them too. You know the problem with this vignette is? Yeah. It's fucking boring. Yeah. And it's long. It's just a commercial for the Guardian Angels. I'm well, not even kidding. Yeah, but uh, why? That's not good. Maybe, maybe what they're they had, doing, I'm Maybe saying. they had some bad press recently. There might be a bad story around this time, and they felt the need to say, hey, we're good. This is why WCW, like, they're just not as good at this stuff as WWF was. Oh, there he is. This must be the big day, but... I'm sure somebody's going to chime in with some fucking horror story of them, like, beating the shit out of somebody, like, unrightfully. Let us know on Twitter at OVP Podcast. Shoot us an email or join the group. I'm sure that's, like, what it is, right? Maybe. Now, I got to say this, though. Ray Trailer. Yeah. One of my favorite big men. I mean, he's still just Big Boss Man, just with a different costume yeah, at this point. a t-shirt. Like, yeah. Who's he fighting? Is he fighting oh. just a jobber? Yeah. Who the hell is that guy? I don't know. He's got a rope? <laughs> Who is that? One fall contest. The fake funk? Who is this? Oh, it's oh, uh, Phineas. It's, it's, it's Phineas Tech there. Tech there, yeah. Wow, there okay. he is. <laughs> this will probably be uh, quick. Yeah, because he's a Phineas is a jobber. I think WCW. Phineas is so underrated in general. <laughs> he's okay. I, I always liked him. I like the other one more though. I like I, I like Henry yeah. Godwin more. I just think he, it, you know, what gets really like because he's always supposed to be this like I'm scared character or whatever. Like, yeah. this man Fuck is up. a very big man. <laughs> he's a big guy. <laughs> he's intimidating. Yeah. Like, I like. Like, he's not the most muscular or anything, but, I mean, like, I would not want to be in a fight with this dude. In When the heel Godwins with no shirts on, they look imposing. Yeah. I like that they, era. They look kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. Lock up here? No. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Got him. Lock up here? It's actually a really good matchup for the big boss, man. It's a good debut, right? It's a shame that they, he's not, like, a character or anything. Phineas? Yeah. Yeah, he's just... Tex. It's like two big hosses fighting each other here. That was a good match. Yeah. You're gonna need him. You know, when I was a kid, I, and I think you, you said the same thing, I never appreciated as much as later on the, the, the concept of the two big, gigantic dudes yeah, fighting same. each other. Same here. I never appreciated it. Whoa, big right hand by Tex. I think it's something you get more as an adult because you realize that's not a normal person. Like, Maybe, you yeah. know what I mean? That, those are two not normal people. Well, it ties into the discussion we had at the top of the show on the audio version. If you're on the yeah. video, check it out. Uh, wrestling moves versus sports entertainment, you mm -hmm. know? Oh, big rights by the boss. Man. Off the ropes. Big punch. Tex goes down. You also have more of an awareness for like, wow, boss man it, attack. It, when, when people are that big and they're just punching each other, that's pretty fucking bad. Like, that's pretty like devastating. Yeah. Whatever. Like, and from the wrestling end, when you, oop, there it is, the little punch through the ropes. When you can get the crowd to react to punches, yeah. you're doing something right. Right. You know? Vader was the one that made me realize that that could work. Vader had some bangers with this guy right yeah. here. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, boss man slam. Oh, that's it. Yeah, this is just a hype match for, like, Guardian Angel version. Yeah. You're just, like, saying, he's here, and he's good. Did Tony call that a pile driver of some kind? Don't. 
I think he might have. Just don't worry about it. I won't. Yeah. I like you, Tony. You don't need to rewind no, for that. No, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I like Tony. He's cool. Yeah. Sometimes he says things and he just doesn't yeah. care. So does JR and yeah. Gorilla and everyone. Yeah. It's, it's cool. I like him. Yeah, Tony isn't like egregious. He just occasionally will be like, he probably just was like, I don't know. And he just like said something <laughs> real quick. Yeah. Nobody's going to notice. Yeah. In the 700 other pieces of content I make a week. It's true. Yeah. Hulk Hogan. So Hulk's going to appear here or, or is it just going to go back to the MGM? I think he might be in arena. I can't remember. They're showing him at the MGM. But I, don't, I hate that shot. Yeah. <laughs> now we're in the South though. So he might not get the biggest, happiest reaction. In WCW country. Yeah, but what? Oh, he's here, all right. Charles Mogercade. See, that makes him seem like, fuck uh, this guy. You know yeah, what I mean? Why does he need this? What is he, the president? Yeah. He really, like, there was things about him when he came to WCW that were like, why am I rooting for this guy? Like, There's no reason to. Yeah. I'm dead serious. He just storms and he's like, I'm important. And yeah. you're like, fuck you. We're content with what we got here. What do you mean you're important? Hey, you know what's bothersome, too? They already got a guy who's a heel that does this shit. Yeah. His, his name is Ric Flair. I know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so why is he, why is he the bad one and this guy's the good one? 100% cool. Yeah. You know what stinks too is they had to turn Flair heel because of Hogan. Right. After, he was a face. Ashley, like after that one, <laughs> yeah. that's like when he turned face. Are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay? The Vader thing. Yeah. She's like, I'm in Ric Flair's house here. Yeah. He's going to fight Vader. Oh, it's going to be a moment. Oh, oh he could die. You, yeah. know? you okay, guess, Ashley? Yeah. Ashley. You okay, you okay. Read. <laughs> Look at this. Yeah, all all the all the kids. Uh, yeah, David. David. <laughs> this is absurd. Uh -huh. Yes. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> How long is this? Too long. Is Doug Dillinger one of them? <laughs> oh, all of this is arranged by Doug Dillinger. Yeah, you say donuts Dillinger. Is they a gave him way too much power in kayfabe. And in real life. Cough, cough. So we got a big stretch limo here. Uh, the Turner Broadcasting yeah. truck. Like I said, why does he get the limo? I don't why get, does he get the first treatment. Why not me, Shivani? <laughs> why not some of the people that deserve it? Even you. Bobby all bad. I just don't get the cops aspect. That's the part that makes no sense. Hey, to look me. who's opening the door, though. Yeah. Doug Dillon. Dylan. Get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, baby. Booze. And there's Listen. It's like mixed. mixed, yeah. Yeah, that's what you want for your big signing. A mixed reaction with a lot of booing. They eventually come to his uh, defense, though. What? They do. What do you mean? I mean, in WCW in the first years, like, at first it's a little mixed, but then it, it kind of turns into just normal shit. And then it gets booey again. Yeah, uh, near the end, yeah. Booied. When he's Zorro Hogan and all that. <laughs> it's true. Oh, there's Jesse. I need to do some of the show too, Shivani. It can't also, just be Bobby Heenan. Call Hogan. <laughs> yeah. I didn't ask you. I left there to get away from him. Now he's he following me here. Why are you following me here, Hogan? A lot of action so far, Your Honor. Hey, I'm excited. Your Honor, because he's going to be there. Yeah. There's going to be action. And there's a this is the tail end of him in WCW. What did, what did, I think Jesse would have left anyway because of this mayor and politics stuff. He was probably wearing thin on being in wrestling. Yeah. yeah. But it was probably time anyway. Yeah. Like people like to add like this, oh, Hulk Hogan, but I'm sure he didn't appreciate Hogan being there, but that I doubt that is why does Regal Oh, he's got a wig. And it's Bill Dundee. Yeah. Or Sir William Dundee, excuse yeah. me. Well, Regal's, <laughs> Regal's not all the way there yet. Yeah, but he looks silly. <laughs> I will say this about William Regal. He was willing to do 
anything. He got like, peed on. Uh, yeah, he, he does not care. He uh, drank pee. Yeah. Best facial, some of the best facial yeah, expressions it, it really, in the business. really a guy that just, it, you could ask him to do anything. Like, he he will do it. A like, consummate pro, man. Yeah. And I bet you he's good in this. It's fighting Larry, right? Yeah. Doesn't he win it back? Thank yeah. God. I saw a nice story about how um, when he got to go to AEW, it was the first time he got to see Shivani in years. Yes. And how he, he was talking about how Shivani really helped him out when he first started. Yeah. And that was like... He, he felt very comfortable there when he met when he saw Shivani when he walked in the door, and I thought that was a nice story. Yeah, it is a nice uh, story. You know what I mean? Yep. On the other side of the Potomac, when George Washington threw the silver dollar, what? he caught it and spent it. Listen, I really like Jesse, but also he isn't as good in WCW yeah. either as Bobby Heenan was. I felt it was super weird that they recently like got rid of Regal. I don't know. I mean, what are they supposed to do? Keep everyone forever? It was just that I'm, he I'm was, not being a dick. I really, I'm not. No, I don't mean that in a mean way. In this case, to me, it's not about that. It's that he was kind of like one of your go-to backstage guys for just such a long time, and it just they. they yeah, you know. I don't know the story. Did they get rid of him, or was his contract up, and he just didn't want to stay there? I think. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't. Is everyone acts like oh, they fire so everyone? I don't think it's. I don't think it's like malice or anything. People want to leave. I have a feeling. <clears throat> This has been going on for a couple months. Like Daniel Bryan people have wanted talked to leave. about this. Yeah, they're going to sell the company. That that's that's Probably. what people. They, they're just they're just getting rid of anything that Probably. is not that they don't need. I mean, I, I yeah. listen. I I feel bad for anyone that loses their job. I really mean that. Yeah. I do. But sometimes these guys want to leave. It's not WWE getting rid of them. Of course, but like, look at Daniel Bryan. People for have been talking about it recently, and I you know personally. All signs point to this is what you do when you want to sell your company. Yes, I've like, heard that you too. know what I mean? Like, I've heard that as well. The, you, first of all, they hired a guy, right? That this con guy, right? Nick Con. Nick the con, other con. The other con, right? All I see when I see what the moves he's made is that he was explicitly hired to prepare the company to be sold. Probably. Like, people are villainizing him like he's some tyrant. I guarantee you, Vince said. We need a guy who knows how to fucking sell a company. Probably. And, and that's your job. And I mean, they, that's all he's doing. I don't like, like any I don't like anything in modern wrestling, you know, right. the politics, any of it. So I'm I stay out of that They're scene. They're staging the company to be sold Probably. to a Disney or something. That's but, what's going on. But here in simpler times, here's the yeah. baby face of the match, Larry yeah. Zabisco. Oh, baby face. <laughs> he is. He's, there's I, nothing good about that face. I feel like both face. of these guys are heels. I know, but he's not. I don't like that he's still wrestling in 94. Go to Nitro or go to go to commentary. I don't like that he's even employed by a wrestling company in 1994 or any time afterwards. Yeah, yeah, it would be you, Lord Steven Regal, because you and you can't win. He had one good feud in his entire career, and it was like in 1981. Like what? 80. 80, <laughs> whatever. Like it's so long ago. Even here, it's, it's like... 14 years ago at this point. Yeah, but he's a decorated AWA world champion. Oh, wow. That, you know, he was married to the boss's daughter or whatever. He was in the Dangerous Alliance. Neat. Not that that's bad, but he also was like the worst member. <laughs> look at, look at, look at Regal. Why is the wig so bad? Like, it's not even a good wig. It's, you know what I mean? Is there like, such a it, thing as a good powdered wig? Well, like, is there a serious, the like, good-looking, like, stylish one that I'm thing, unaware of? The thing is, if you watch period shit, right? Like, there's a lot of period shows on television these days. And when mm. people wear a wig, it's not like all like messy like that. <laughs> like, that's well, what I'm saying. They're not preparing to rustle, yeah. are they? I, 
<laughs> it just his wig is all fucked up, and it like you can see his hair and stuff. It's supposed you're to be You're not supposed right? to do that when you wear. It. Looks like the fucking Mozart and Amadeus. Yeah, it's all it's all messy. <laughs> that, that's what I mean. It's not even a good wig. I'm sorry, Randy Ashes will be a referee right, here at least, right? If you're a lord, do you have a powdered wig at home? No. Do you want one? No. Your birthday's really. coming up next month. They're itchy, from my understanding. Right? I don't. We ain't right. You gotta wear like a thing under it so it doesn't feel itchy. A thing. Uh, you like cover a, your hat. There's, your like head. A, there's like a wig cover thing. Wig I don't cover. Know. Yeah. The WCW golf champions. WCW golf champions. Jesse is doing one joke after another, and I don't know if they're funny because I can't hear them, but he's <laughs> not being like analytical Jesse yet. I just heard WCW golf champions and it <laughs> made me laugh. Yeah, it was good. But they're good to Jesse and Shivani are great together. Look at him pat patting the shitty wig. I can't believe we're st the stalling. Oh my god, and Larry Zabisco is a notorious staller. Are they I mean, Regal, wrestle? Regal's really trying to heal it up here. He, he really wants you to hate him. Yeah, but also Zabisco is known for his stalling. So, I mean, we, we're double, not going to win. Stalling. We're not winning here. All right, well, finally, Regal with forearms to the back here on Zabisco. Clubbing away, clubbing away, clubbing away. I'm going to point Ooh, out nice that uppercut. Mr. Regal here is in very good shape. Yeah, at this point in good time, shape, yeah, he's pretty cut. He's like, also very young, Quinn. Yeah, mid twenties. Mm-hmm. You can tell. Yep. You can yep. absolutely tell he's in his twenties. Yep. Now Jesse's in prime mode. Yeah. Has Larry on rubber legs in the corner. See. Man, Regal looks like he's kicking his ass in real life. Good. Yeah, Regal's stiff. I mean, yeah. I like his work, man. I know he's not for everyone. Not everyone appreciates. I yeah. really like his work. And I probably didn't as much when I was a kid. I hated him as a kid because he was a heel. The thing I noticed with Regal is that this is the thing that I realize now. Yeah. Regal's highest highs are very entertaining, but there's he does a, a lot of day-to-day -day where he's just very nothing special. But consistent. But consistent. And I think that's what kind of keeps him from like seeming like he's this great thing sometimes he's like a pitcher in baseball that consistently has like a 3.5 era and like 14 wins but then he'll have like a perfect game and that's it though uh, yeah. like he never gets higher yeah he, he's never the best pitcher in the league every year right exactly you know? he doesn't win the cy young yeah that type of thing he's capable of being the best it's just it's not it's not as off it's not a day-to-day -day the best thing ever right that's a good way to put it that's, Quinn. that's how he is that's a good way to put it yeah so this match so far has been all Regal. Larry looking old and doing the old man power up. Yeah. Ugh. But listen, I don't get the appeal of him, and it's not like... Yeah. I know Larry's mainly a heel, but our, uh, Quinn... Kick. I've never seen Larry kick in his life. <laughs> Am I missing something with Larry? He stinks. I, I know that he's just, supposed... Just don't, don't even dwell on it. Don't even just let it go. Don't, don't even give him the time of day. I find his voice annoying. I find the fact that his his entire reason he's around is because he's a friend of somebody or, you know, like... Listen, I get getting a break. That's okay. That is okay. He got okay. a lot of breaks, though. Well, yeah, AWA thing, but... Yeah. It's... He's forever thankful to Bruno. He made sure to tell us all about that at the Hall of Fame that one There's year. There's that, but... but I mean, here's the thing. is That shit wore off a long time <laughs> ago, at, even at this point. It was but, over in 80. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, nobody even knew that happened anymore. The kids didn't. Yeah. At least, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, you know. It wasn't something that was Ooh. highlighted. No. Like, at all. Double underhook by Regal, who's back in control here, already sweaty. He's going for a double underhook overhead suplex. Oh, Zabisco blocks. Reversal by Zabisco. Nicely done. Cover one, two, 
Pick up by Regal. It's funny. Regal weirdly had mad respect, even though people didn't like it at the time. Yeah. But I always, like, begrudgingly respected the fact that nice he was suplex. willing to, like, really take it to Goldberg that time to prove a point. Like, I don't know why. I, I, I know it's not professional. I understand. But it was just the, the concept that he would just be like, you want you want to you want to be a, a real looking thing or whatever pile driver by I think that might be overblown I think that was agreed upon as the match that we're gonna work I don't know that whatever he was, it was I I just always thought Regal looked fucking amazing in that match I don't know if that was um any kind of a shoot though I, I think Regal he got says, in trouble like, for it didn't he no he was in trouble for other things like yeah that was during his and, addiction problem right yeah he was gone soon after I think people put two and two together but. I don't think that was what happened. I mean, to me, after that, Regal looked like a million bucks because Goldberg was so hyped to, at to that me, point. To me, Goldberg looked awesome because he was able to deal with what... Re Regal was working. He wasn't... I know, but... It I, wasn't a shoot. I guess my perception as a child was that Regal was a smaller man than Bill Goldberg and that Regal was like, whoa, like, why is he like standing up to this guy? Like, this is crazy. He only did a little. It, I think it's the whole thing's overblown. If you watch it, he just does like oh, a Oh, it's a little overblown, but I, I, I remember when it happened. Yeah. And I was like, wow, William Regal's really like pushing him around, you know? Like, it, this is this is interesting, right? Yeah, it was a test for Goldberg, I yeah. guess. He was also in the singlet. It wasn't as good. Yeah, you know, the know. singlet era. Yeah, well, that added to it because I thought Regal was starting was on the downturn in yeah. my head at that point. Those I little was like, chubs. Oh, he's not he's not fucking around with Bill Goldberg, eh? Like, Someone had to test him. Oh, yeah. what are we doing here? Come on, Larry, stop it! Punches. That's right, Jesse. I always thought the fact that Regal worked through his demons. And, and in pretty quick fashion. Yeah. Like, it was only that bad for like two years or something, and then he got clean, right? I think so, yeah. I always thought that was like a good story. I love the pin when he grinds the forearm into their face while he's covering them. Yeah. Regal, I love it. There's a headlock, but see, it's in the context of the match here, and he just punched him out of it. Why is Jesse calling play-by-play? -play? I don't know. He just wants to. Yeah. <laughs> is this over yet? I, I just don't like Larry <laughs> Larry Nabisco over here. Wait, is Jesse the play-by-play -play announcer for this match? I'm serious. Maybe. Because Tony's just talking. Maybe they, they, they just switch roof for this one. Let me see. Is, is that what they're doing? No, they're not calling moves. Well, hang on. He brought those clothes out of the archives. Let's see. You're shaking your head, Tony. <laughs> he was one of the premier red coats. He was with, what's his name? Cornwallis. What's his name? What? He was Cornwallis. That was like 200 right years ago. Fred Cornwallis, right? Fred. Fred yeah. Rupert. The arm dropped three times. General's name, Fred. Take a look at our video wall. We have that was the third one. Are you sure? Yeah, you, you always lose count. It's hard to count to three. Yeah. <laughs> It's always because the first one look, doesn't look like it's the, you know, it doesn't, it looks like it's the second one for some reason. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right, this is getting boring. Yeah. I mean, Regal's doing a good job. Nabisco. Regal looks like he's always trying. See the way he's covering him with his yeah. hands on his hands and he's going to put the knees up. Oh, body scissors by Nabisco caught him. I just don't, the problem with this match is I don't buy that Larry's the face. I don't even know how he is. I forget the the build up to this. With Regal's this. English. That's all it is. Yeah, he's that? a foreigner or whatever. Well, Regal was the TV champion going into this. I mean, um, earlier in the year, right? Yeah, I think something like that. Had he had it already, or is he trying to get it for the first time here? Well, like, who did Larry? I thought Larry won it from him. Oh, that hurting. 
Didn't he? That's something with Iron Anderson, if I had to guess. I don't know if... <laughs> I, don't, I forgot the, the lineage, but... You know how he's always the TV champion. Uh, I'll be the champion. I don't care. All right, Regal with a knee... That's what I like about him. This is a very realistic style that Regal does. Regal and Bret Hart yeah. would have had a good match. Yeah. True. You know, I thought I a good wrestler there is England. Uh, you know, we never crossed paths, but it would have been good. I think we could have had a great match. WCW suck, though. <laughs> Piece of shit. Anyway. That would have been awesome, actually. Regal versus Bret Hart. I never thought about I that. I think it would have been. Oh, you know what would have been good, too? What? Dead, I'm dead serious, and you're going to piss all over it. I don't care. Regal versus Bob Backlund would have actually been good because of the way they both wrestle. Hmm, probably. Probably. Oh, Boston Crab. I left. What? He's holding the ref. Fucked it up. Come on, Dundee. Good. Uh, <laughs> Regal just like, no, fuck this. Ref doesn't see the ropes. Good. Don't care. Is Regal wins. New champion, right? Yes. Good. I believe Lord Steven has stolen the title back. Is this back? Okay, back. he yeah. did. Okay, he did have it earlier. Good. I mean, right. Regal would be the TV champ like 700 times. Perpetual. Yeah. Remember Arn got it again in 95? Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind that. I know, me neither. <laughs> it's like him. There's guys that I associate with it, like Regal. Um, Johnny B. Bad? Johnny, kind yeah. of. But like. DDP? DDP, yes. Even though DDP was only TV champ like once. once. Yeah. I guess I can see why. Initially, when Lord Steven Regal showed up, I Remember thought when it was Prince Iakea was TV champ. It's because he, be he beat Regal, by the way, in yeah. 97. Of course he beat Regal. Yeah. I'm going to be talking. Remember, all they were doing was um, imitating where um, Triple H beat the Rock, or the Rock beat Triple H, like right before that for the Intercontinental. Oh, that was, yeah, right. That was yeah. what that was supposed to be. And they had like their version, but yeah. Prince Iakea stinks. Yeah. He wasn't good. They should have acknowledged that his dad was the master. That would have been amazing. They really should have. They, 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 he should have been part of the Dungeon of Doom. Yeah. I know. Little master. Little master. Yeah. Little bastard. Yeah. In Orlando, Florida. Bash of the Beach. The Orlando Arena. The first one. Great event. I like this event. Remember when I, Prince Iakea became the artist formerly known as and they were copying Goldust or whatever? Yes. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I didn't like it. If he that's what you're Charmel asking. As his, uh, he Charmel, Hall of Famer, Charmel. Yeah. I'm okay with that, by the way. Everyone has an issue, but I don't mind it. Like, the thing is, if if the people listen, listen, real quick, real quick. I thought okay. she was entertaining. Well, here's the thing, right? I thought she was entertaining, but people would say, well, she doesn't have a Hall of Fame career. Okay, okay, listen, listen. In one breath, if you're going to say she shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, and then in the same breath say that the WWE Hall of Fame doesn't matter, then she should be in the Hall of Fame if right. it doesn't matter. I just yeah. mean, you can't have it both ways. If yeah. you keep saying it doesn't matter, then why do you care who's in it? Does it matter? No. It, it hasn't mattered for a very long time. Absolutely doesn't matter. So because of that, I don't care who they put in. Like, here's the thing, That's too, how I is feel that about it. When they went on this streak of, like, let's put everyone in the Hall of Fame, it was inevitably going to get to the point where you'd find years where it's like, well... Who are some, you know, other wrestlers and yeah. people in wrestling that weren't, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. The, 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 you know, the, you got to put somebody in and people remember Charmel. Like, I guess the way, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? That's not a criteria. Yeah. I guess the way I'm trying to put it is because I know it doesn't matter, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. I don't exactly. care. Like, that's, good for that's her. The same thing. If she's happy way, about it. The beach is coming soon. Yeah, I know. All right, welcome back, everybody. Still Gene? <laughs> Fuck. Well, we've been on break, so we'll see. We're... 
What is this? Who's something in a cowboy hat? Dustin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Orange's not going to turn yeah, on. But, but, why do they always do this, right? Dustin's an idiot. Well, nowadays, Dustin isn't Goldust associated with Iron Anderson and AEW or something. I don't know. Is he? Cody was. Arn looks a million and he's our age. He's not even old. <laughs> Here. If you want me to be a partner to you, Dustin Rhodes, Why? it's not going to be the Arn Anderson you see standing here today. Iron, iron. It's going to be the Arn Anderson that these people have demanded over the last year. What? The old Arn Anderson. Iron Anderson. not politically correct. The heel? He's already talking about that in 1994. in the mouth <laughs> for 50 cents. The one that will start a fight the glasses. in the parking lot I love it. and bring it in the building. Is this when he's feuding with the bunkhouse? Fuck and all them. He probably has issues with them, yeah. Terry Funk. Isn't he there briefly? That. Maybe. We may get fined a lot Dustin's of money. Dustin's shirt is terrible. We may get hurt. It's terrible. But if I take this match, Dustin Rhodes, <laughs> under these conditions... It's like some Jeff Jarrett would wear. <laughs> we're turning the hurting around, and we're putting it on them. My answer is, yeah, I'll be glad. Yeah, that's going to go well. That'll be fine. Ar Arn won't turn on him. It's amazing to me that Dustin Rhodes is on this, and he's still wrestling. Yeah, a lot of these guys are on AEW programming right now. Right now, yeah. Arn, uh, Regal now, Tony Schiavone, Dustin, Dustin. Yeah, this was he might be one of the longest-lasting wrestlers that's still wrestling. Sting like, ever now? Sting, like, Sting, but Sting, Sting's but he wrestles week to week still. Okay, well if that Sting is like twice a year, maybe Sting predates him though. Yeah, is all I'm trying to say. I just can't believe he's still going. That's a long time. There's he's not that bad. shitty. I saw a match with him recently. I was like, wow, how is he this good still? He's like, been good, like, consistently for 20 years. Remember, he had, like, the bad period, yeah. and but he's been good for, like, 20 years. I was years. flipping the channels, and I saw... That's how I... I just saw AEW was on. I just turned on, and D Dustin was wrestling, and I was like, why is he good? He just like, is. Like, I don't, like, I don't understand. It just know? is. Johnny, be bad. Let's, Let's not, not sit, sit down, down, Charleston. Let's get down. Mm-hmm. It's not really f clever. I thought this character, like, the more I look back on it, just is hit or miss. Um, it's mainly hit for me. I think it's the best he ever was, was yeah. WCW. Sometimes he's just lame, though. That's what I mean. Yeah, I mean, I liked him a lot in 95. Yeah. That's, that's my year that I really yeah, liked him. Yeah, me too. But I also liked DDP better. If you cut that off, it looks like it says, blow me, Johnny. Well, well. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> um... Although I gotta say, I like Wild, uh, not Wild Man. I like Marvelous Mark Merrow a real good. lot because he's very stupid and entertaining. Yeah. He's like, you know what he is, Quinn. He, 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 the funny thing about him is the look is the opposite of what you would think it is. Yes, like because the look is like, wow, he looks like a serious badass, yes. and then he's like, save out, yeah. <laughs> mean, fuck you. Yeah, you know what? You know what he kind of is, and I'm just realizing this now. He's like an attitude era version of like a character in the vein of um a Jacques Rougeau. Or yeah. a Barry Darso, the kind marvelous of silly. Version, yeah. yeah, he's like silly. Yeah, yeah. This music is excellent, by the way. This, this is, is Steve Austin's music. Oh shit! Yeah, you think this will be good? Yeah, you do. Steve Austin's so good during this time. Oh god, he's good. Is he still a colonel, or is that like finally phasing out? He just looks good. Look at him. He looks awesome in '94. Yeah. Young too, 30. Yeah. 29, 30 here. This is US when he, champ. he stopped being his bleach blonde, so he looks a little more badass. Yeah, because he's got a sc some scruff, some beard. God, he. I know. This, like, if you're Vince and you got you you saw like a tape of him, 
this guy looks like a million bucks. I like, don't think Vince thought so. That's yeah. the funniest thing. God, he looks so good. And when you see him in the ring, he's... Yeah. Steve Austin, and people know this, this is not a hot take, but Steve Austin pre-neck injury is phenomenal in the ring. Yeah. He really is. Excellent wrestler. I always find it funny that um, when I... when. When Austin's podcast was first starting, he used to go into a lot about how when he was first starting out and stuff. Yeah. And the way he talks about himself is as if he, he almost had like some oh. self-esteem issues, like where he 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 really thought he wasn't that good. Like really, he taught especially in his early days where he he talks about that. You know, he he just he saw Ric Flair and he you know and the Von Erichs and stuff and he wanted to do that. And, right. Right. And you know. He, he talks about how when he first started a lot like that, he didn't think he was that good. And, you know, it's slowly he felt really comfortable and he thought he was the best after that. But like, I, I just I just find it interesting. He's I find been, it humble. Like, you know what I mean? I think he was. I think it's humility. Nice chop there by Austin. He's only in the business here five years. Exactly. And this is the stuff he talked about at this point in time when he's like, this is when I was first starting to feel comfortable. Good. Like when I first started to think I could do this. Like right. I, I'm one of the best, you know? Mark Merrow, I think only in the business three or four years at yeah. this point. So both newcomers relative. Go behind that Merrow kick by the wild man. Excuse me. Johnny be bad. Chop by Johnny. Into the corner. Go, Johnny, go. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, he's like, roll over, Beethoven. Corner whip by Johnny. Charge back elbow by Austin. Nicely done. You know what I think it is about Austin that probably Vincent, like, he's not muscly. No, he's not really. He's just but in good shape. I just really just think he looks like such a fucking badass. Like, anytime I see him, I'm just like, this, this guy looks like he would kick your ass. Like, like in a Dr. D vein, right? Like where it's like he that, is a little influenced by him. Yeah, like that kind of way. Like yeah. not, don't fuck with this man. Like you know what's cute here is Austin's got the the Stone Cold tights and boots and mm -hmm. all that, but the back of the tights say U.S. Champ. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Silly. Just in case anyone didn't know, well, you just gotta remember, right? Gotta remember wrist lock here by Johnny. So this is a rest hold, but it's not gonna last long. No, it won't last long at all. See, Austin's selling yeah, it's it. It's a little bit better. Yeah, it's better because it makes sense. Cranking it up. I've, I've actually, it's just funny, Austin, seeing him here, and I've just been enamored lately with his promos in 96 and 97. Like, I, I keep watching them Tremendous. on YouTube. Tremendous. Just Tremendous. Yeah, you know what I, and I was trying to figure out, I was actually thinking when I was watching, like, what is so, like, amazing about these promos? And I think the thing that I, one of the small things he nice. does in almost every promo that I really like. Nice chop by Austin. Is... Anytime the interviewer interrupts him, he'll do the shut up. Shut up! And, and like... There's something about the timing on it, that, right? It, he's so good at it. Because no one else was doing that. Right. It's 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 this, like... This isn't like it normally is. Right. right? Irish whip off the ropes. Drop down by Bad. Leaf fraud by Johnny. Hang tight here. Drop kick by Bad. It's to the point where sometimes I feel it's awkward when he does pause if somebody asks him a question because I'm like, that's not Seabaugh. Right. He doesn't listen to anybody. <laughs> right. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do like the shut up. It's usually to Vince, but it could be to anybody. It, he does it to JR, JR too. JR also, like, yeah. He, he doesn't... It, it's all about him, and that's why it's fun. You know what I also like is King tries to suck up to him, but Austin's... Like, Austin's not mean to King, but he's not nice to him. He has no... Like, he doesn't... He's ceased through the bullshit. Yeah, exactly. He's like, Austin's great! And Austin's very indifferent towards he, him. He's, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. It's, it's it's the concept. There's no character I've ever seen like this where he just doesn't 
Whoa. like anybody. Like he hates. But it, it's not just something. Flying clothesline by bad. It's not just something Cover. that's said by the announcers. You can like feel it, Two right? Count. Yeah. Like you know well, what I mean. Although the more we've seen of the Doctor D, the, he is a prototype for yeah. Steve Austin. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it definitely is. Yeah. Uh, front face lock on the mat. This is a rest hold. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. What they're doing is resting. They're probably talking too. Probably. Yeah. We got Jesse still on commentary. Let's let's listen in. Uh, Sherry, they're Sherry. 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 But she could walk out during this match. Hey, what? I don't oh, you know it might be me. <laughs> I don't usually watch the undercard on this one. Well, I, you know what? I I've only seen the show once. Maybe twice. Yeah, I usually watch the Ric Flair thing because it's yeah. fun. Well, it's the unification match. <laughs> yeah. You know what? For those of you that might not know, what had happened is in 91, I'll just run the background real yeah. quick. While this wrestled happens. The NWA world title was what WCW, that promotion, used as their world title, right? For years. But, yeah. But the NWA at that point by 91, was there wasn't a lot going on with it. So Nobody like cared. The former Crockett promotion, which was now World Championship Wrestling, that was kind of the main promotion of the NWA, but the titles were all still branded NWA. Then, obviously, we know what happened is WCW stripped Flair of WCW World Champion. However, the NWA didn't right away. Mm -hmm. And what happened was we had a new WCW champion, but there was not a new NWA champion until some time later. Mm -hmm. And then eventually, I'm just going to fast forward the timeline. Eventually, what happened is you had a concurrent WCW champion and NWA champion. And then WCW had an agreement again with the NWA to use the NWA name and use the big gold belt. But in the fall of 93, that ended while Rick Rude, I believe. No, Flair was? Flair Rude was. Rude or I think it was Rude. Yeah. Or Rude won it. And they referred to it as the international world title, but it meant nothing. It had no real lineage. The, con- the concept was they couldn't just like they couldn't use the NWA name anymore. They couldn't use the NWA name, but they also had just like crowned a champion and all They'd this. They had their own champion so for would, over like, a year. Devalue yeah. their own thing if they didn't. So they had to like they had to hold something. Correct. Right? Like, so they just invented this belt. Yes. And then uh, you you could see it notably on the pay per views in '94. Spring Stampede Sting uh, faces Rude for it, mm-hmm. and in the main event, Flair has the the real WCW World Title. So they did uh, this two belt thing for a bit. Yep, right, the, where they were like, "Well, let's try this out, right?" Yep, and this is the unification, and uh, obviously the winner, Flair or Sting, will officially be the WCW World Champion, and that's yep. it. That's what's happening tonight. Anyway, uh, Austin going to work here on Bad. It's in a weird way. It's we're wrapping up some loose ends here, right? We're we're we're. That are all caused by Ric Flair. Yeah, we're going to streamline this a little bit, right? Yep, one world champion. Roll up by bad, only gets one count. And I think it was actually a wise idea to take the two biggest guys, Sting and Ric Flair, to do it, right? They were both champions. I mean, this is, again, Hogan is not officially wrestling yet here, so Sting and Ric Flair are the biggest two wrestlers in this company right now. Absolutely, 100%. Yep, and Flair's done with his Steamboat feud part two. I just, the one thing I think is weird is that it's not a pay-per-view. Well, that's why it's Clash of Champions. Right. I, I get it. It fits the name of Clash of Champions, but at the same time, if I was a kid and I'm following this and, you know, I'm not really thinking these are fake belts and there's agreements and blah, blah, blah. All I'm seeing is, hey, these are the two, like, world champions fighting each other. Like, that's cool. Why is that not, like, considered, like, a bigger deal? No kid is saying that. They're like, oh, I get to watch it on free TV and I don't have to ask my parents. That's what the kids are saying. Oh, no, but I would, I, I guess, I'm, I guess as a kid, I would always think, like, if, if the champions are fighting each other, that's like WrestleMania level, right? That's like 
Starcade or WrestleMania. When the, everyone knew the other belt didn't matter. No one thought it mattered. I wouldn't have known that at, at the age of, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> But the you know the reason they're doing yeah. it is so that way we get one world champion and that champion can defend against Hulk Hogan. And who, lose it. Who has yet to even wrestle for the company, by right, the way. It, it's all just to feed the belt to Hogan. Yes. You are right, though. We were talking earlier. Why are we cheering Hogan? I don't know. What is there? What's good about him? Oh, because he was in the WWF, who yes. we don't like? Who, who, <laughs> the, the company who, that we don't who like? Who is by default better than, which is what they're admitting. Here's the, you, know, yes. yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what? Oh, nice flying hedges is my bad. Austin's still staggering Fuck around, all those though. years of Ric Flair being the best <laughs> shit ever. Like, I know that we have a strong contingent of fans. I want to hear from you guys. Listen up now. That were um, DDT'd by Johnny B. Yep, Johnny B. Yeah. Johnny DDT. Um, what does the other, the B before bad mean? It means B. Oh, okay. Bogus. Bogus. Bonus. Bo- bonus bad. Boner bad. I know that we have a strong contingent of fans that were not only WCW and WWF fans, right? But we have many that preferred WCW to WWF. And what I want to know from you guys out there that were watching both promotions, what did you think? In the summer of 94, when Hulk Hogan came in, what did you think of that? Were you mad about it? Were you like, oh, fuck this guy? Or yeah. were you happy? I would think if you're if you're a leaning WCW fan, you're pissed off. Yeah, but I could same, be wrong, though. But at the same time, here's the deal. Right. Is that if you're a WCW person, you're like, we got Hulk Hogan, so now we're the best promotion. So how do you like... Okay, that's fair. How do you like... That's fair. How do you justify that's that, fair, right? It's like... Yeah, maybe you're right. Okay, fine. Maybe you're happy that Hogan's there for the sake of your promotion, but do you like him? Yeah. Do you like him? Right. I want to know these things, and I know we got you know, Mark Riley out there. We got a bunch of people, maybe Andrew LaSalle and Tony Caracchetti and a bunch of people that were watching both promotions at the time. Chris Hatley, whoever we got. Let us know. And yeah. uh, if you're, it's a weird like you have to reconcile that in your head. It was like I right. don't like Hogan, but also it's good we're, for the company. We're the best now that we have Hulk Hogan. Like, how the hell does that work? You know, it's fair, Quinn. I mean, what did WWF just put on the King of the Ring? And there's some great talent on there. And some great matches. They're but not Hulk Hogan level. They're yet. not Hulk Hogan, and the whole show they're harping on new generation. Right? That's days before. I this. said this before about how it's just that's called we don't have any stars. Right. Yet. Like, but look at all these. These are all young people: Steve Austin, Johnny B. Bad, Cactus Jack. It's weird. Steven was sitting on all these people who would eventually be like a very big deal, but they said, you know, Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan, Bruce and, and all his friends, honky tonk and all that. Nothing against them. Earthquake. Nothing against but him. To be fair to WCW, they had invested in so long in young talent and it nothing, they, nothing really came of it for them. To be fair, like they, they went through the wilderness and then right. tried to raise up their own town, and it just never really. Well, they weren't as good at it, though. They weren't as good as making stars. They could always point to Sting and that, said, "We did something right Rick there." Ric Flair did something there. Right. Yeah, honestly, he did. But the point is, is that the Sting's a, not that great at the time. Is all I mean. Featured Sting heavily as a company. Oh, there you go. Austin wins. So what? Another screwy finish for the heel. Very WCW. Well, and another heel victory. See, this pay per view is one of those pay per views where you're it's not. It's not gonna, a pay per view. That's what I'm trying to say. It's oh. not. It's not one. Of, it's not a real pay per view. So you don't want to like have a bunch of title change hands on this. Like one or two. Oh, I agree. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Pee Wee coming in. What is this? <laughs> Wait, the referee's decision is final. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear Jess? Oh, he had a, he had a brass knuckles there. Oh. <laughs> wait, watch! Wait, wait, wait! Watch! Oh, bad with the roll-up. Wait, no, 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 no. No. 
No, no, that doesn't count. No, there's got to be people coming out here. Austin coughs the belt up as he's getting pinned, and he knows that. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Hey, okay, what just happened here? Where's Bachwinkle? We need some justice out here. Can I mean that was never U.S. champ? This can't be possible. <laughs> Jesse's pissed. You can't just do that, Randy Anderson. You're not the assigned official. But you see, if I'm Johnny B. Bad, that was very smart to pin him because even if it doesn't go your way, it's like, well, I gotta pin the U.S. champ, so I gotta rematch anyway. Yeah, but he pinned him under nefarious circumstances. He's just he's just being smart because he's ensuring no matter what, he'll get out of something out of this. You see, that's that's why it's wise. Good point. Oh, by the way, Hulk Hogan's coming. Right. Well, they just left. They just left that. They didn't even resolve what the hell happened there. Oh no! They just skipped to this. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh god, this song. I don't mind this song. Shut up. I really don't. Shut up. It's, it's fine. It's the same song. Yeah. It's, it's, it is. It's just, it's just a new version of it. It's all. Jimmy Hart wrote them both. I'll say this as a WF fan. I thought, wow, WCW is legit. Like, when I heard about this. Like, I mean, I did too. Yeah. I was like, well, this is, they're the same thing. They're on the same level. That's yeah. That's kind of exactly. what I thought, you know? <laughs> I was like, no matter what you think of Hulk Hogan, I mean, now WCW is just as good. And then when Savage showed up, I was like, oh, they're definitely, oh, God, no. I hate this He's version American of Jimmy Hart. Man. At least, at least Jimmy could finally show that he was a face all along. I remember. I've been arguing this for years. I'm cutting your mic. <laughs> Long- <laughs> I'm just kidding. Longtime <laughs> manager of Hulk Hogan, Joe. Stop. Please no. Oh, look at the pirate. The crowd's not that into it. They're cheering, but they're not. It's not. I think you're just looking for things. They are cheering. Yes, I'm looking for things. They're cheering. Not all of them. Enough. Oh, God, I hate it all. Hulk Hogan, you're here. <laughs> all right, Hulkster, how does it feel? This kind of a reception mm-hmm. here on TBS. TBS. And World TBS. Championship Wrestling. Well, you know something, Mean Gene. I knew all my Hulkamaniacs were going to be excited Hulk-y. when I signed Stop. on the dotted line with a WCW. And as the momentum built, Mean Gene, the Pythons kept getting pumped and more pumped. Joe brother. does not look but good, now, happy with now you're on the uh, out here audio. With a WCW. Now that I'm here in Charleston, brother, <laughs> I've got to say five times the, the champion of the world. Body slamming Andre the Giant. God bless his soul. What? That was one thing. What are we but doing? Listen to all my Hulkamaniacs, to brother. Talk about that listen on here. to him, Mean sure. Gene. Listen to Hulkamania ran as wild as it's running right now, brother. And as far as Jimmy Hart and myself and all my Hulkamaniacs go, brother, this, without a doubt, is the greatest day of my life. Can you feel it, brother? What about this big unification match tonight? Well, let me tell you something, Mean Gene. I'm going to fight the winner, brother. Those Hulkamaniacs, they're going crazy, brother. Yep. But as far as the unification... I mean, to be fair, he is Hulk Hogan. I get it. You know, he has, he has credentials. This is funny. I do understand. Like he just literally fought no one. Right. I, but he's just fought no I've one. been on the top of the mountain for so Still long. Still booing. I didn't think Hulk Hogan's career could get any higher. But now that I'm in the WCW, the two greatest wrestlers of the 90s, Sting and Ric Flair, okay. two nice great heavyweight champions, brother. Nice of him. They're yeah. going to get it on tonight, brother. For the unification to make match. him look better when and he beats whoever wins. Correct. Yeah. The only way Hulkamania can live forever is if I clean up my legacy, dude. And that means I gotta look in the mirror each and every day, brother. 
and I gotta ask myself, was I the greatest of all times? But now with the unification match, one belt, one man, one champion. I don't have to beat two people, I only have to be more fair. Whoever wins this match, whether it's Flair or whether it's Sting, that's who I'm gonna set my sights on, brother. And that's who I'm going after. Hey, Hogan! Cheering. How does anyone not like Ric Flair? Or I like, like this version of him. You're talking, yeah, about, you're talking about Ric Flair. <laughs> and I want, I've been looking for you for a lifetime. You grab a ringside seat because I'm going to show you first time why I am the greatest of all time. Woo! The fuck you promo yeah. on the video. Let me tell you something, Ric Flair. I've been watching your reach in every move for the last 15 years, brother. They, they, they literally was in the same <laughs> like five minutes ago. And this is what the whole world's talking about. Everywhere I go, brother, from Venice Beach, California to New York City. And WF really bungled. Like, We're not going to agree. Yeah, I know. They, all say okay. Hulk Hogan. they could have done better. Yes. Okay. They could have done a better yeah. job. Gonna beat the man. WCW really Hogan. just scooping it up here. I know. Well, right the now, easy fly ball. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. Yeah. I'm gonna show you woo, what you're gonna do, brother, when Let's the holster destroys you. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, uh, yeah. getting the fucking Roman Reigns yeah. reaction. It's not <laughs> a lot of all I'm trying to say is there's definitely people cheering, but a lot of them are unhappy about this. There's a lot of people that are like booing Hulk Hogan. To me, at that's, the outset, I will say this though. To me, that is that is fair at this point in time. But just coming in, yeah, like you know, this what is I mean? a big heel. And there's there's established stars here. Yeah, he's a big asshole. I, I thought by '95 though, it kind of leveled off, like mm -hmm. until Zorro Hogan or whatever. There's people in '96. Bobby's back, by the way. Yeah. He has made his intentions known. There's people that uh, boo him in '95. What do you Fader. And all that they do, but it's not as prevalent by after the first year. Probably not. I don't remember. Let's see. In her man brain. Well, I thought she'd be in the motorcade with Flair. Then again, when Flair came out, I mean, Flair Hogan. Then when Hogan came out here to talk to me, I thought Sherry'd be around. Maybe Sherry's looking for you. I doubt. I doubt that very. By the way, it just delights me the importance of Sherry in general. She's so good. Yeah. Hogan the She's the best manager. The I love her. Career, and everybody's talking about it. From Sylvester Stallone, Don Johnson. Who cares what he has to say in 1994? <laughs> Shaq you know, is good. Don Johnson, <laughs> Joe. That's important. <laughs> what show was he doing in, that, in the mid-90s? I have no idea. Oh, come on. Nash Bridges? I guess. Oh, was that yeah. on yet? Oh, yeah. He would have been doing that. Was that on yet in 94? Still, Miami Vice was still in the minds of people. It ended in like 90, didn't it? WCW. Oh, Shaq. What you're gonna do, WCW? I'm friends with Shaq, brother. He was pretty new. And Shaq is in here. Holy shit. Like, he's like 20. Look at how thin he is. Or something. He's like a baby. He's young. Yeah. 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 What is he, Dink? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't dink in that promo. Learned like little whole gear. Ha, that did happen. Remember, Richard? Yeah, yeah it's real. Shit. Oh, it's oh, time. Here we go, Ric Flair. Shit. Pretty good event so far, then, huh? It's all right. Here we go. Listen to the reaction, especially after that Hogan shit. Look, look, look what this. Look He's what supposed this, to be the heel, though, isn't he? Yes. Look what this show is doing to me. Yeah. 
and cheering Rick Flair. Rick Flair, good hair, by the way. Pretty good, yeah. yeah. Rick hair. Sorry, gold robe for the Nature Boy. Brian Morse is happy right now because I'm all in on Flair. Listen, everyone knows I love Ric Flair. Oh, yeah, we know. He's entertaining. I, I can't deny it. How do you feel about him still trying to be this when he's like 73? I don't like that. Thank you. We're not going further as long as I hear that out of your mouth. <laughs> but in all honesty... Um, Michael Buffer. I think people are... Michael Buff happy Rick hasn't passed away or anything yet. And like to see him do... I just mean to say is to see him... I'm getting. I'm making a point that like. I hope if, so. If he goes around the country and he, you know, he, you know, he's just Ric Flair or whatever, like the, just doing the gimmick, you know, in in little like. I don't like, think it's a gimmick. Yeah, I just. I, I think just, he's just like I, this. I just mean to say it's like you know, it's kind of like the final act, you know, right now. Is that That's Nick, all. Okay. Is that Nick Buckwinkle? Yeah, remember because he has to officiate this. He has shit. to preside over this. Yeah, yeah, it's got, important. Got buffer here. Yeah. It's a big deal, folks. See Ric Flair in his his golden years, kind of. You know, just do the thing or whatever. Not yeah. wrestle. Just stays like wooing and stuff. Sorry, and, I brought it up. Yeah, that's all. I'm sorry. It's just nice. That's yeah, all. It's great. Here's the international world champion, Sting. International world yeah, champion. international. Now, 94... Oh, yeah, no Sherry, by the way. Well, Sherry will make her presence known much later. Why is this Royal Rumble 93? Like, with Sherry? It's like kind the, of, yeah. Who, whose corner is she yeah. going to be in? Yeah. Oh, that kid likes Sting. He's a yeah, little see, stinger. There were stingers. Oh, no. Sting's great. Yeah. I, I just don't think he's a good promo. <laughs> That's all I was saying. He's over. He's good in the ring. I have no problem. I like Sting. It's just the look. I love and, Sting's look in the yeah. mid-90s. Love it. I think he's great. The Crow one was very popular, too, at the time. I liked it in 97. Um, yeah. I can't, like, I deny the popularity of it. No one is. Yeah. I, I don't. Not either. I like this I version more. WF downplayed it, and it annoyed me. The like, it was, like it was never popular. Well, he didn't work for them, yeah. so of course they did. Yeah. You know? Champions, this special match is sanctioned by the WCW Board of Directors, and it will be supervised personally by the WCW Commissioner. In attendance here in the ring right now, Mr. Nick Bockwinkle. Supervised. And the referee assigned for this unification yeah. match is Randy Anderson. He's representing the committee, though. And now, That's true. important to know. Ladies true. and gentlemen, from Charleston, hear these. South Carolina. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! It's pre-Michael Buffer overused. Oh, yeah. Pre-overused, yeah. yeah. At this point, it's like special it's still. It's very novel. Yeah. yeah. He was the most popular announcer in sports, yeah. you know? Interesting first. Rick Clark dumpy belt. <laughs> I told you, shitty. At 238 and three-quarter pounds. Three-quarter pounds. From Charlotte, North Carolina. Big pop, probably. Yup. Even though he's a heel. Yeah. Nature Boy. It's like recently healed. It's like there's no heels in this match. <laughs> yeah, because they like Flair. Yeah. I mean, they're in South Carolina. Like, True. Let's, let's, they're close. People are four horsemening out there and doing that <laughs> yeah. thing. Not even a thing. Yeah. Beach, California. He's a five-time world champion. Ooh, some people booing Sting. International. Oh, they really want Ric Flair. Hey. Listen to that. Interesting. More cheers, though. Yeah. Better reaction than Hogan got. I think we're, we're we're hitting the early stages. Like, 94 is about the time. Like, basically, when he came back to WCW, is the Ric Flair is a legend kind of thing. Yes. Like, that, that is, like, what's starting to happen. From 94, 93 even, until 01, he just gets loud reactions no matter what. Yeah. It doesn't matter if he's a face or a heel. Yeah. People just like him or they boo him. It doesn't matter. And they respect him. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like... 
Here we go. This is Cherry. I remember this. Look at Nick Bockwinkle, by the way. Yeah. There you, there you see Look at the belts. These are the belts. Yes, there she is. She has the, uh, if I recall, this is the Survivor 89 getup. You have a very good memory. Because with I, re I only remember because I saw... Oh, yeah, it is. I, I didn't notice it. I saw this one time, and I was like, oh, I've never seen Sherry in that like really goofy-looking outfit. Right. And then I was watching Survivor 89, and I'm like, wait a sec, that's the one from The Clash. I, I've noticed it backwards. Where she's on the outside dancing with Jimmy after somebody gets yeah. eliminated. Yep. It's because this dress is very over-the-top. Yeah, it's like, noticeable. <laughs> yeah. Now she... Yep. See, she has a stink face paint. I am a yeah. face, therefore I painted my face. Therefore, yeah. <laughs> They're all very excited about this. Tony. Also, why would anyone believe Sensational Sherry about anything? She's not exactly scrupulous. <laughs> yeah. They don't call her scrupulous, Sherry. Sensuous, yes. Yeah. At this point, she's like generally been a heel. Yeah, it, I, I don't know, except like, what, for except for the Tatanka six crap. Six months in WWF, yeah. that's it. Therefore. Now, she looks very good at this point in time. 94, 95, yes. Yeah. I love her so this much. This is, like, the new version of the 90s, Sherry. Yeah, that last WWF year isn't very good, yeah. her 93 stuff. Yeah. It's the only time. It's because they made her a face. It wasn't good. I know. They went for this, like, rough and ready version of Sherry, too. Remember with That's Luna a callback stuff? for you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that era, though. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't either. Her hair's too puffy. Because they had Raw, and they're like, we want it to be edgy, so Sherry be, like, all, like, like fighty they and stuff. They get into stuff. a cat fight. That's yeah. notable. Yeah. Rob Bartlett gets involved. Funny. Well, that'll be coming soon in the brand new Raw canon coming yeah, out. Yeah, WCW going for the, the sensuous angle, even all calling right, her that. Well, they can't say sensational. Yeah. That's why. They're going for the femme fatale version from the 80s, is what I mean. Are you sure? Yeah, absolutely. Fatale? Yeah, Same the black she's, tights. she's pretty, but she'll kick you in the face. You That's think? true, yeah. Scorpion uh, on Sting's tights is gold, that's which is a nice touch. Yeah, that's also the one thing WCW did to Sherry, which needed to be done. They stopped doing the, like, ugly her up thing. That's true. Like, they stopped with they that. They stopped with that, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, a little bit when she's with Flair, and that's it. After yeah. that, no. Yeah. With Harlem Heat, she looks awesome. Yeah. That's All when right. they just say F it, right? It's like, we're just gonna... She's Sister Sherry. She's Sister Sherry. She's hot. Yes. And we're just going... We're running We're that. going for this. Yes. Like, yeah. All right. We got a lock up here. Oh, Flair with an arm bar. And well, wrist like a nice kip up by Sting. Flair with a hair pull takedown. Kip up by Sting again. Flair puts hands up in surrender. Back in the corner. I like this because it's implied. They don't even need to say it. These two know each other very well by mm -hmm. this point. They don't need to even say it. Right. It's built into WCW canon. It could only be these guys that would unify the title. Right. right? And on the very first Clash of the Champions, who took Flair to the 45-minute time limit? Sting. Right. But this is kind of this is kind of a callback. But then... In a way, this is the end of an era for WCW. It would later be an end of an era with this same match. Yep. Like, very fitting. If you really think about it, though, this is almost, in a way, the end of an era. Yeah. For... WCW as it was until the Hogan era. Nice I, drop to hold by Flair. I always said the one cool thing at the end of WCW that Sting they with did Hammerlock. was I I really appreciated that they the, they booked the final match of WCW to be Sting versus Ric Flair. Why not, man? I thought that was just so like a good like a tribute like yeah. to the the company like it was like you know what it should end this way. It like, started Nitro. It ended Nitro. No matter how good or bad the match was, yep. it could only be. Rick and Sting. Sure. Like that, that's all it could be. I have no problem like with that, it. 
It, it was great. No, seriously, I have no yeah. problem with it. Flair taking a walk to the ramp on the outside there as Sting riles up the crowd. Mm -hmm. Sherry, a non-factor so far. Yeah, just she's sitting just, there. She's just calmly yep. sitting on a chair. In her face paint. Yeah. Flair thinking about getting back in. Anderson with the count. Mm-hmm. This is for everything, this match. And look at her all happy, uh, like, 1993 Sherry yep. over there. I like Sting. It, I, I was saying this to you before about the mannerisms, that you need to pay attention to them before and after this match. Right like, now, she's 93 Sherry. You're right. It's hilarious. She's great. Drop down by Sting. Floor over the top. All the from Sting. Out there. Right. Like, yeah. Press slam she's by the Stinger. Sherry. Yeah, WrestleMania 9 Sherry. Yeah. Stinger. So far, having his way with the WCW champion. Irish whip by Sting. Off the ropes. Another press slam. Executed nicely. Flair in trouble. Now she's dancing around all, yep. all jolly. Look at that. Flair bound to the outside. And flop, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sherry's concerned. Why is she know, concerned? She's concerned. She's looking to... Uh -huh. should, should I hit him because I'm a face now? Like, that's, I think, what we're... <laughs> Therefore, I won't. Yeah. <laughs> Flair, oh, going after Sherry a oh little boy. bit. You got a problem, he asked her. Shut up, fat boy. Nice. He was saying you got a problem with the crowd. Sherry uh -oh. was on the other side there. Sure. Yeah. I, like I, just, I just realized it, too. Nick Bockwinkle having a seat next to uh, Bobby and Tony, by the way. Get out of here, fat boy. <laughs> love Classic. That, love that Ric Flair line. You've worked for this to unify this. With Bobby acting like it's all important. That's his job. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying still. 94 Bobby's still very good. Now, is he still... He's definitely a Ric Flair homer still, right? Uh, yeah, but I feel like it's less so until Flair really goes heel. Like, he is. Yeah. But I feel like it ramps up in 95, yeah. you know, in 96. Right. Remember he coaches the Horsemen that one event in 96? <laughs> but he won't manage because he said he would never manage again. But only for Ric Flair, remember. Yep, for I, the Horsemen. That, that's the point. Yep. That he... Ric Flair's always been Bobby's like diamond, right? They, it's like it's yep. like that's that's the he'll do anything for Ric Flair. They kept that up, which yeah. I liked, and they kept up yeah. a lot of good things about that. All right, Flair in the corner with the chop. Sting's okay though. Oh, this is a classic Flair Sting match, and I like it. Yeah, I have no problem with this. Hip toss by Sting. Shitty clothesline by Sting. Good clothesline by Sting. I'm actually more a fan of the ending, but that's just oh, me. Oh, God, yeah, but we I, can't I, spoil I, it. I know. I won't spoil anything, but I, I really like I do, too. I, I love how this ends. It's very good. <laughs> Flair to the outside. Got caught up in the guardrail there. Yeah. Bockwinkle just staring him down. I could do that better because I am a, a good champion. It was the AWA champion yeah. after Vern. A lot of AWA people hanging around here. Bockwinkle and Bobby Bisco and... Yeah, Sherry Martell. Gene. Gene. Yeah. yeah. Jesse Ventura. Yeah. A lot of AWA alum, yes. Yeah. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. AWA. Hey, they had a... They're known. They had a great talent. They did. And Brad Ryan gets... They all went to WF. <laughs> they, all went to, they all went to WF. <laughs> like, just get, come over here. I'll yeah. pay you better. Although Vern paid well. Yeah. Also, we won't act like Brad Rangans is the best in the company. That's the difference. Yeah. We'll act like Hulk Hogan is. Yeah. It'll work. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make money doing it. That's the funny thing. It's like, who cares if Hogan was a good wrestler or not? They, I Vern mean, was way too concerned about sponsoring somebody in the Olympics. Like, in all honesty. It was like his dream for whatever reason. It was, wasn't it? He wasn't loved it. Because, it. Wasn't it because Vern... Wasn't he an the, Olympian? Or wasn't the year Vern was in the Olympics, they got, like, held back or because we weren't good enough or whatever he says? No, it couldn't have been that, was you it? No, he says it in the AWA document. We were supposed to go, but the, the, the coach thought we weren't good enough. 
I or thought something. it was something World War II or something like that. That was probably the real reason Vern <laughs> just says something else for some reason. Maybe. Concerned look on the face of Sherry as Flair is in control now. But I thought the U.S. was in the Olympics that was in Nazi Germany. I thought they were. Wasn't that Jesse Owens and all that? Wasn't that what that that was that Olympics? Was Jesse Owens that late? When was Jesse Owens? I thought he was in the 36 Olympics and, and he won and, and you know that was supposed to be so defiant. 36? You know? I, I, well, I, was, I but, don't yeah, remember. It was Quinn, very I'm sorry. Defi- a defiant thing or whatever. Nice drop kick by Sting. I really don't remember. I'm sorry. Irish yeah. whip by Sting. I mean, drop how, kick. How could we remember the Olympics in the 30s? But <laughs> I'm not an Olympics expert. I yeah. remember Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah. Um, Tanya Harding, Jeff yeah. Galuli, Christy Swan, Flair going for the figure four. Oh. Horrible small package by Sting gets two. Flair, Flair giving Randy Whoa, shit. Oh, hey. Pee- don't fuck with Pee Wee. Yeah. Don't. Mr. Bishop. Mr. Bishop. <laughs> oh, he is cheering for Flair hard. Again, Flair takes a walk. Flair going back up the ramp again or the platform. Wow. Sting gonna so Rick Flair getting a little flustered here. A little flustered. Is Sting gonna run at him and do a tope? Because that'd be amazing. Maybe just a dive. Can he? I really like Rick Flair's hair here. It's okay. I mean, it's yeah. not great. You really like it? Yeah. Because it's not. It, the, it's still like the good hair. It's, it's not, not the bowl cut. Yeah, it's before the bowl cut. Didn't he just keep that after like '96 or whatever '95? Whenever he got it. Yeah. He like he had a slightly longer variation of it occasionally, but I think it was Rick trying to be doing what people were doing their hair with their hair in the nineties, because that's Rick Flair. He wants to be in in you know. Remember when he had the ponytail in like ninety? Yeah. It, it looked bad. There was a period where Rick Flair tried to match his hair to what people were doing. He also had the bowl cut in ninety one. Yeah. There was a point, I feel like, at 2000 when he just didn't give a shit anymore. He's just like, this is going to be whatever I want it to be. Yes. You know? Remember but, when he looked good when he came into WWF, and then by, like, 03, he looked really old? It was yeah. very strange. You know what I mean. I always Whoa. I always contend that that's what Triple H was kind of talking about. How when he came in, he kind of had low self-esteem and didn't give a shit. Yeah. I'm just... I know. But whatever. Anyway, we got anyone's match here. Sting is in trouble after colliding in the corner, and Flair is down on his back. Well, I guess that just goes to show you that being a jet-flying, f- f- limousine-wheeling, and money-stealing, money-blowing, yeah. coke-blowing, fucking... Catches up with you at some point. Get married 54 times and sleep with yeah. everyone. Maybe it doesn't make you happy, does it, Ric Flair? Nope. It does eventually catch up with you. Uh-oh. You flop on your face all you want. Sherry trying to wake up her man here. Yes, she is. Sorry, I, I have no problem with Ric Flair as a wrestler. I don't yeah. get involved in the personal the lives. Life, the lifestyle. It's not my business. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't do anything to me. <laughs> you know, it doesn't yeah. hurt me. I'm just being a dick, but... <laughs> big so, shot by I, Flair. I, I, I still think it's very humorous how Sherry looks outside. She well, was, she, she wants Sting so to win. over the top. She wants Sting to win, clearly. Yeah. She means this. She very, means it a lot. Yeah, very goofy. She definitely wants Sting to win, yeah. right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> She's definitely in Sting's corner. <laughs> Flair with some more chops. Now, those are the WCW uh, Hogan pennies that they handed out to people, right? Oh, were they trying to... If you wanted to be front row or something, or if you yeah. were front row, they'd hand you a penny, a Hogan penny. Yeah. And she's saying, uh, hey, wake up there. Come on, my Stinger, sweetie, or whatever her nickname would probably be for <laughs> Teddy Bear. Yeah, Ted. Like that. Uh, little Scorpion. Come on, Little Scorpion. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what would she call him? It can't know. be Teddy Bear. That doesn't make any no, sense. No, I'm saying... Stingy. 
Yeah, stingy. Stinger sweetie. Stingy. Stingy. Come on, stingy, baby. That'd be Jimmy Hart. Anyway, flare and control here. Sting down. Middle uh, ring. Flare coming out of the corner. Sizing up that knee drop. Boom. There you go. And boom goes the dynamite. All right. There you go. We can get to the finish now if we want. That'd be nice. Yep. It would. I'd be okay with it. Yep. <laughs> Flair going out of the corner with another. Connects. Okay, now she's all cryy out there. Oh, no, Sting. She wants him to win. Yeah. Cover. One. Foot of the ropes. Wait, that's a high foot on the rope, <laughs> yeah. by the way. It's not even in the middle. It's like at the top rope. Do you think that's so the crowd sees it? Oh, yes. That's Ric Flair yep. being Ric Flair. Yep. Oh, he just told uh, Sherry to stay down and shut up. Sensational Sherry doesn't give a shit about him. No, she doesn't even know who this yeah. is. If that was any... Uh, the funny part is the, the sensational Sherry character. That could be anybody telling her to shut up and she'd get right in your face because she's... She would do the punch wind-up? Yeah, she wouldn't care. Yeah, yeah but yeah. she's a face here, so... Dusty Rhodes little... said it to her. She wouldn't give a shit. Roddy Piper. Yeah. Roddy Piper. All right, stay in trouble. Flair uh, hammering him from pillar to post, if you will. Yeah. Nice suplex by Flair. The end could be near for the stinger, Michael Quinn. True. Why are we switching to a handheld? I don't what know. Here? It's odd. <laughs> anyway. Actually, I have never seen that in WCW ever. Weird shot. Yeah. Flair went for the figure four, Just Sting that, kicked it off. Like lone handheld shot <laughs> yeah, for the weird. whole show. Like a house show. Yeah. All right. Very odd. Very odd. Irish whip by Flair. Here comes Sting. What if back they, elbow duck under by Sting off the ropes again? Back elbow connects. What if that cameraman asked, like at the beginning of the show, the the producer, "Can I get the one? Can we like try, like for the, this one hand? Just for this one. We'll, and just we'll see how we like it, right? From the and, ramp, yeah, from the ramp, and just see how that goes. It was it was an interesting shot. Yeah. Well, I, I hope that guy got credit for it. I hope so too. Yeah. Irish oh sleeper by Flair. I didn't know he knew that hold. There he goes. He's fading. The Sting Man. The Sting One. What yeah. do you think of this match? Decent? Pretty good. All right. Not bad. Not their best, obviously, but it's yeah. pretty good. I got no issue with it. Oh. It's a storyline match. Yep. It's not... I don't think this is intended to be some classic. I think it's intended to be a storyline match. 100%. Yeah. He's going to check his arms, right? Three times? Mm-hmm. Sting. 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 They are starting to root for the Stinger, though. They should be. Audio response. <laughs> Break it, you can do it, all nice. Yeah. <laughs> Break it, you can do it. <laughs> Instead of yelling. No. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, come on, shark! Yeah. Like, none of that. Nothing annoying or anything. Nope, just like, you can do it. I ran you. You're very nice. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, like that. Yep. Oh, here he is breaking it. Oh. Flair to the corner. I love the realism with Flair selling. Just beautiful, just... I love those Chevy Chase yeah. pratfalls that he does that it's are so good. realistic and it's great. Makes him the all-time best. One of the all-time bests. I mean, I'm just saying, if you care about realism, well, wrestling isn't exactly about realism. I so. don't care about it. I don't. Oh. Seriously, it doesn't bother me. There and we go. Let's do it again. Yeah. Fuck it. That's just how he falls when he gets hurt. Well, see, it, it, he's, his pain receptors, it takes like a minute. Because all it, the alcohol. Right, exactly. It, it's all explained. And the jet lag yeah, from yeah, all yeah. the jet flying. Exactly. Right? And the kiss stealing. It's all in there. And the wheel and dealing. Now, notice uh, the gloves are off on Sherry, which is signal for uh, some shit's about to go down. When this uh, match hits 88, yeah. you're going to see some serious shit. Nice suplex by Sting. 
rounded up the cover. You like the pun that I did there? Because yeah. when they wrestled in 88. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, oh cover only gets two. Just pointing it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's very important details here. <laughs> Corner whip by Sting. Air whistler up and over to the apron. Running. Clothesline. You would think after all these years, he'd learn not to run after he gets thrown over the apron. Well, that's always, I always thought that was the funny joke. Oh, yeah? Flair, when he goes to the top and he gets thrown off thing. Well, that'll happen. Yeah. It hasn't yet, so it has to. And, and you make fun of Bret Hart for hurting his knee sometimes. Yeah, they all do it. You're right. I'm just double checking here. The atomic drop that got blocked. Another uh, Flair trope, if you will, cover. Two. I actually think there's, there's wrestlers that are good about not um, doing the same thing every match. Like Austin, for example, or at least he's good at hiding it. I, I don't notice it. I, I, there's nothing wrong with trademark spots. I'm yeah. just saying, if you're going to call it out with one guy, be consistent. I mean, other than your finishing move, obviously, everyone's got to do that every time. But Whoa, super duperplex from the top. Like, Austin did the Fez press. He did a lot of trademark stomps in the corner. He had, like, right. you know, he did things. It's okay. He didn't have, like, falls, for example, that he would do the same. Because he wasn't a comedy heel. Yeah, yeah. Sting going all the way up, but I'm, I'm not saying uh, that's Rick, a bad fit. Rick had to slide in for a little bit yeah. for that one. Did you notice that? Yep. Sting uh, missed the splash. Sherry's upset. For the record, I'm not saying having trademark spots is bad. No. I'm just saying that it, you can't make fun of one guy for it and then not another one. That's all I mean. Well, you can, but Brett's, I don't. Brett's still one of the best of all time. That's not what we're talking no, about. I, I, I just Quinn. think it's a goofy thing. That's he, all. He hurts his knee because he has a yeah. bad knee. It makes sense. I just, you know what it is? When hurts we started him. taking notes, I never noticed the knee was like in every match. Yeah. That's the thing. It's not in every match. In, in a handful in a row. That's the problem. Yeah. But again, if you're Brett, you're like, well, I hurt my knee at the Royal Rumble, so it keeps hurting. Yeah. I get it. I don't. I'm just justifying because I'm a Bret Hart fan. To, I think we're getting to the big moment here. Okay. Sting, it, Sting looks like he's about to go home, which means... Oh, now you want to talk about the match. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> something's going to happen here. Okay. Clothesline by Sting. Yeah. Flare back up, though. He's in no man's land. Clothesline by... Oh! You can, you can throw over the top in this match? Maybe because it's sanctioned by the International Committee. Oh, true. Oh, oh Sting just landed on oh, Sherry. No. Oh, no. What a bump. He creamed her. That, what? That, that, that is a classic Sherry. Man, just go as hard as you can. I don't care. God, she's good. Yeah. I think her head, head hit the concrete, too. That looked pretty bad. See? Wow. Good bump. Yeah. Flair back in the boot to Sting from behind. <laughs> I don't care. Fine. <laughs> Flair dragging Sting back in. <laughs> Tony all pissed. Irish whip by Flair. Hip toss is blocked by Sting. The ref, though, is trying to get revive Sherry. Sting, the very smart man, going for a backslide when oh, he knows he the ref. Okay, two. Of course. Clothesline by Sting. But he's still concerned about Sherry, who's recovering Sherry on the outside. And she's got a purse. Roll up by Flair. Three! Oh, he's got it. He pulled the tights He pulled there. the tights. It's okay. We've had three of those finishes now. now. Sherry's up here now. With a purse. Flair's won both titles. Yeah. We have the unified champion, Ric Flair. Flair's won both titles. Sherry's all disheveled. Yep. Sting's a little pissed. Yeah. Because he pulled those tights. Hey, well, he shouldn't have been tending to Sherry. You got a match here. Yeah, but that's his uh, manager, allegedly. He didn't even know if she would be. Remember, I know. That's like, why it's really weird, if you ask me. <laughs> why does he care? Because she's got his face paint on? Ooh. Well, he cares about all stingers, Jeff. True. There you go. Good match. Ric Flair's the champ. I liked it. In Hopefully. all seriousness, very good. Now, Ric Flair gave a little eye there to Sherry. Oh, Sherry. 
recovering. Yeah. Surprised she could even stand. Oh, she hot and flare. She is uh, hair, hair all disheveled. Her hair is funny. She's got a serious look on her face. Well, yep. There you see the two belts. Ric Flair is the champion. Uh-oh. Ric Flair's motioning. Now he's looking at Sherry. He's looking at Sherry. Oh, no. What? Oh, they're hugging. What? Hey. Sting. <laughs> oh, Sherry. Th Why didn't they just have... I'll, I'll talk later. And Flair and Sting now. I mean, uh -huh. Flair and uh, Sherry attacking Sting. Now, Sting making a classic error of the faces with not stopping Sherry before. <laughs> yeah, I know. Big splash by Sherry with, off the top. With a dress on. Love her. And can she's going to do it again here. Can I ask you a question, though? What? This didn't... She didn't really help Sting lose. She distracted him, though. She could have done that without taking a bump. Yeah, but see... Could have done it. Here's here's what I think the logic is. They're stupid. They did. They could have done this better. Go ahead. I think the logic is that they it, they they planned right that that Rick would throw her in front. Right. That was part of their big plan. Yeah, because right? that's what I like to do is get hurt when I want to screw someone but over. The reason they did that was because that would keep Sting trying to like you know help Sherry because he thought it was you know she shouldn't have gotten hurt or whatever. I think they thought this was better than it was. Like, look at our great plan we have. But she, like, all they do is just hug. Like, she didn't attack Sting. for there, It could have been done better. Yeah, but Sting's supposed to be the big doofus here, and he, he fell is. for it. This is right? Luger Tatanka. It's yeah. the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. There's not any stakes. No. She didn't really do anything. He had no ties to her beforehand. Yeah, and but his falling for it didn't really do much. She was, like, there, and he was like, now, are you I okay? See, the thing is, I don't know about the programming before this, right? Because... She was, was showing up and supporting Sting, yes. Right. Was it, was it supposed to be, like, Sting wanted her to manage him? Uh, I don't yeah, I don't yeah. remember. You're yeah. right. Maybe I'm missing something. But anyway, yeah. Hogan in here, tearing the shirt off. Oh, boy. And the company will never be the same. And it's not a bad thing. They made a lot of money after this. Here comes I like Hogan. That Sherry has a reason to not like Hulk <laughs> yeah. Hogan. So. Built-in reason. Hogan already getting it his finish on. Nope, Flair avoids. Tune in on oh. July seventeenth to see it. Look at Sherry. She's Here. like, I'm going to take Hulk Hogan on, right? Oh, but Jimmy pointed it out. Fuck you, Jimmy. Hey. No, no hey. Sherry's trying to go one on one with Hulk Hogan Good. here. Like, and Jimmy's going to help Hulk. That's Dick. not fair. I know. Doug Dillinger just useless over there. Yeah. Oh, I'm fat. Shut up, Jimmy. No, no. Don't don't encourage this. You guys were friends. <laughs> See, Sherry, she still ain't afraid, though. Yep. That, that, to me, is the funniest shit about Sherry. And Flair pulled her out of there yeah. very smart. Get her out. Bailed her out there. Yeah. Yep. Well, see, somebody's going to have to... See, if you're Ric Flair, right? Somebody's going to have to offset Jimmy Hart out there. That's true. He's fucking annoying as yeah, a face, so, isn't he? So Sensational Sherry, that's her, her role here now going forward in the feud. Tell you what, Quinn. It says a lot about the talents of Sherry that they put her immediately with Ric Flair for this feud against Hogan mm -hmm. as a heater. And he, it's, he doesn't need her, he to be fair. He doesn't he, need her. She does enhance it. She helps. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like he needs a manager. What's that guy with a toupee on over there? Oh, who is that? Dude? That is Letterman like a very blatant toupee on that guy. Like, it was like super blatant. The song's still playing? 
Uh, did they go off the air with this? Because I always just watch this all night. I'm glad the mic works. <laughs> okay. Now I know what all the Hulkamaniacs I have to do. <laughs> this is what I hate. I tore this t-shirt apart, brother. People are still booing him. Fuck Ric Flair. And I'm going to tear him limb from limb. Let me boo. tell you something, Flair. In two days, brother. On Saturday, Listen, wow, brother, it's very I'm going to bring Ted Turner. Even if I got to bend his arm, I'm going to bring a contract. And I challenge you. I dare you, Ric Flair. Let's Does end the myth. Let's anybody? find out who the legend is. Let's find out. No, he's Hulk Hogan. He doesn't have to, to be fair. I Not even anybody on Saturday night or anything. He's better than everyone. Turner be there. I don't know. I have no. a contract. And what you going to do, brother, when the Hulkster and all my maniacs destroy you? All right. Oh. There's empty seats in the back, people which means that this is the end. Yeah, like, people uh, left. They're like, I don't want to fucking see him talk. Oh, they saw the match. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that things didn't work out well for WCW, no, clearly. They, in fact, they worked out very well. This saved them, or at least really helped but, them and, and launched them. However, I just want it to be known, Mark Rourke, that, um... This isn't, they didn't, they weren't happy. A lot of these fans here, at least in South Carolina, are not happy. Right. And that's why I want to hear from you guys. What did you think? And that'll do it, I guess, huh? That's it? Yep. Now, All right. overall, Quinn, that was pretty good. Pretty fun. It was a fun WCW show. It was brisk. It was brisk, baby. Uh, and from an era that I really like yeah. of WCW. But definitely a, a corner turner, right? Definitely uh, the the changing of a guard, or if you will, mm-hmm. any other metaphors I can think of. You know All what I things. mean? The wheels were turning. Yes. You know what turning I mean? Turning wheels. The wheels have been Ted turning. Wheels that keep on turning. Wheels in the sky. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Turning. It was anyway, that. That yeah. that was the show in a nutshell. There you go. Wheels keep on turning. Anyway, thank you guys for being with us here as we've turned your wheels here on April fourth, mm-hmm. or as Quinn would say, May April the fourth be with you. There you go. Thank hey, you. Uh, that's important, and you need to remember it today as you're working or Can whatever. You? Please. Yeah. Uh, but thank you guys in all seriousness for being with us here for episode two sixty five couple of quick reminders. If you want the extra content that we offer, you can get that by going to patreon.com slash OVP podcasts. If you want to donate every WWF pay-per-view review and the 1984 canon, subscribe on YouTube and on Vimeo and be sure to follow us on Twitter, of course, at OVP podcast. But other than that, we're going to be back next week for another episode, another opener, and of course, another live review. Until the time, keep those cameras safely rolling. I am Joe Morata. That is Michael Quinn. And we are out of here. See ya. Now I know what all the Hulkamaniacs that I have to do. Just like I tore this t-shirt apart, brother. I'm going to set my sights on Ric Flair, and I'm going to tear him limb from limb. Let me tell you something, Flair. In two days, brother, on Saturday, brother, I'm going to bring Ted Turner. Even if I got to bend his arm, I'm going to bring a contract, and I challenge you. I dare you, Ric Flair. Let's end the myth. Let's find out who the legend is. Let's find out who the real heavyweight champion is. I challenge you, Ric Flair. If you've got the guts, Turner will be there. I have a contract. And what you going to do, brother, when the Hulkster and all my maniacs destroy you? Listen to this capacity crowd. <laughs>